0: Lucky
1: Boys Podcast. Welcome to Lucky Boys Podcast. I'm Will. I'm Norm. And we have special guests, the low-end gigolos, yeah, Josh yeah, yeah. and Kevin. Yo, by the way, uh, I don't know if Josh
2: told you, but upon entering this building, you automatically have coronavirus now. Oh, oh okay. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah.
3: Yeah, so- they let us well, know that the staff okay. sick
1: Well, we're Asian, so it's kind of like we have that. Oh. You have the antibodies already.
3: <laughs> yeah, they already have the vaccine.
1: <laughs> we have the plasma. We're good.
3: <laughs> like... You have the antigen. You want to take a break so you can eat your cream cheese.
0: No, man, I'm do this live on the air. I yes, I'm doing it live on the air because you provided the nourishment for me, so I appreciate that.
3: uh, A name for that? Whether people like to listen to people eat now? Oh
2: ASMR. (laughs) ASMR. I
1: don't know how I know. You mean mean, watch
0: people
2: eat because there's a
0: watching version? No, but they want to hear the sound. They want to hear this. so ASMR.
1: Why is that set? What does ASMR stand for anyway? I don't
3: know.
2: Audios.
1: I'm, I'm
3: super
4: gay. Sick, mostly, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how people get their jollies from listening. But, to, but the, uh, the version,
0: the version you're talking about when you're watching a person eat is uh, called mukbang. You know? Wait, what? It's like okay. a Korean phenomenon. You know, people like right. watch people eat like slurp noodles and shit. Mm, so this yeah. is something you're into? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I do dabble in watching some women stuff eat. their, you know, really? hot ass women stuff their faces with like noodles. Yeah, really? Sometimes. Yeah. Wow. you into wow. It? <laughs> Yeah, this is a, it's a Twitch thing. You guys don't know? About it? Are you learning something new about your family today? Yeah. That, Maybe,
1: what he's, f- he's depraved. <laughs> Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response mm. ASMR. Is a calming, pleasurable feeling often accompanied by a tingling sensation. What the fuck? Wow. Do you get tingling in um, places? No, where? it
3: takes a lot more things to get me to tingle, man. This tingle is said <laughs> to
1: originate in a person's head and spread to the spine and sometimes the limbs in response to stimulation.
2: Oh, you know, every time I say something rude to someone, I have that same sensation.
1: Stop playing, really? I swear, to, <laughs> I swear to everything I love.
2: That tingling sensation, which limb? Huh? Which <laughs> the, no, the tingly spine sensation When I say something mean oh. And I know it hurts Someone's feeling I feel that But I don't like it Oh, oh. You don't like
3: it? You just said you liked it I didn't uh, say that yeah. I didn't
2: say that I said I had the same feeling But I interpreted it as Oh shit I just did something bad mm. But now That I know what, th- what How they feel I'm gonna like I like it That's crazy Like a spider sense mm-hmm.
4: Almost yeah. like
3: Yeah It's so a devil it's, sense <laughs> Being a devil Congratulating you For being awful being a mean person.
2: Well, me and Lucifer have a long history together, so. Tell us about it. Well, I um I used to fuck his wife. Wow. But he, I mean, was, he was into it though. He's married. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Who's he married to? I don't know. It's a Kardashian,
3: right?
1: All right, and for those of you guys that know a little background about uh, Low End Jigglers, uh, that's their podcast. Uh, Josh and Kevin are both comedians here in the New York City circuit. Mm-hmm. Mm.
2: And and around states, I've been I've been to a couple states out here. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah, we yeah. went to Jersey once. What's that like? <laughs> like, are, are, do you find it more difficult to do stand-up in New York? Yes. Than other areas? Yes. Yes, actually.
3: Yeah, more demanding the audience in New York.
1: So they have a very low attention span or just low? Are they more Higher like... Higher expectations. Like the Apollo, like they're ready to... Don't chuck, boo you, boo you off. tomatoes at you.
3: know how New Yorkers are. Like, they expect fucking everything. They expect the best, you know? Mm-hmm. You go to like... New Jersey, and the audience is just, like, easy to laugh. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe just for me.
1: That's New York's cousin and neighbor. Like, I would figure, like, Jersey people have somewhat uh, similar expectations.
3: We find, I mean, at least I find, I think Kevin does, too, like, a blue-collar audience. Like, a New York City audience, I mean, pre-COVID, you know, was business people, you Mm -hmm. know, upper-middle income, you know, a little bit more sophisticated. Right. Right. They're more fucking stiff ass. Am I allowed to curse? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're more stiff. Yeah. You know, so like uh,
1: you. I think you asked that the last time you were here on this podcast. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I have a very short memory. <laughs> so um, considerate.
3: Thank you. But no, but like you know, like we go to like Jersey or you go to another state, you get like you know a more blue collar crowd.
2: You know, mm-hmm. they're they're easier to laugh.
1: How do you guys test your material out? Well, we,
2: well, mics, mics, open mics.
1: that's honestly because like do do you go to a safe place to test you or do you go someplace like you're ready to bomb they're ready ready to throw tomatoes tomatoes at you yeah
2: we're ready I mean there's no uh, tomatoes being thrown but there's definitely like comedians don't want to hear other comedians figuratively yeah yeah. Yeah. comedians don't want to hear other comics right for the most part they're like we've been there we've done that we know where you're going right and most of the time if a joke really works at an open mic you might have to throw it away what? Because yeah, because because it might be just a comics comics joke. Oh, I see. Right, like that's funny for a comedian. You go An on stage joke. and people are looking at you like you're a fucking psychopath. <laughs> like, oh, this guy's, oh, this guy's a murderer. Because you have to worry about the PC culture. I don't worry about that. We don't. We don't, we don't care. You, you guys had don't. to worry
3: about. The had PC to. Virus. Yeah, that's- PC culture's dead now. COVID virus killed the PC culture. So, 100%. So a- anything goes now?
2: You don't see it online? You don't see your friends making crazy jokes yeah. and sharing crazy memes yeah. these days?
3: Yeah, people are saying shit that they wouldn't say six months ago. And I called it uh, a few months ago. I said to Kevin, I was like, you know what? Because it was getting really super PC, especially New York City. And I was like, you know what's going to change everything? When World War III breaks out and people start going to have the fight and people are dying. It's all going to change. So when, when
1: true feelings come out, when all the... Racism well, comes you, out
3: when all the politically correctness phobias is a, come is out. It's a luxury. Well, it's a luxury to complain about being offended. You know, like you have nothing else to do but complain because you don't like the way someone said something or it was offensive to you. That's
2: a luxury. That's when
1: you eat three square meals a day, right? And you don't
2: have to yeah. worry about gonna, your next meal and you know what is for. For
1: the record, just because someone's offended doesn't mean that the person who is offended is right. Absolutely. Bam. will you know what I mean. You know i we we talk about it a lot like you know people want to play the victim and they they feel like severely impacted by something you said well what do you stand behind what what did you do what, what besides feeling offended what what else what do you have skin in the game like what what do right. you have what have you done no do you, you have like they go the game, so hard on being offended and and that's it and they think right away they get some sense of like heroic feeling yeah, the thing is
3: listen unless you know the the things that the people are saying are threatening to a person or to a people. If you don't like it, walk away. You know, like uh, to be offended, you have to hear something, stay there, take the time to actually, and then say I don't like this. Yeah. But you're yeah. you're staying there. Just or if you're on, on
1: social media, you you're, you're choosing to click on that person's material and watch it. And say, oh, if you're watching a show on TV, you're choosing to stay on that channel. I think the same way people
3: get the tickle from listening to Norm eat his bagel. Mm-hmm. I think, I I I think similarly, people get a tickle from getting offended. Mm. I think they like that feeling of someone has. I mean, that's me. that's what
0: Kevin said. He said that like when he offends somebody, he gets this tingle in his spine. Right? And he said it's yeah. a bad. It's, it's a, bad a bad thing.
2: thing. You know, it's crazy. Never felt that on stage. Not once, ever did I ever feel that on stage.
0: Maybe you were hyped up in adrenaline, like you, 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 don't feel that.
2: He, Maybe you're right.
3: He has done some really offensive things on stage. <laughs> yeah, he's offended. I wasn't offended when
0: I, I went to your your, your show. I, I, was, I don't think you were at some the one, people were. I, I felt like the energy though. I felt other people were offended.
3: Were you there at our last live show before the quarantine? No, 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 the no, one no. right before, right that, before that. that. Yeah, but that was the one. Yeah. What
0: was the joke? <sighs>
3: Kevin did a, does a bit about. Can I talk about this? Yeah, he does it's better a, if you say it. <laughs> I'm not taking claim for it. This no, is no, no. your It's bullshit. better if you like. Oh, okay. Yeah. I heard. He he does a do- uh, he does a joke. It's a story. It's a story. This is a story about your brother, right? Is that, no, is that no, one?
2: no. It was the trans.
4: Yeah.
2: I went. You know. I, I you know went on a, a. I went on a date. Uh, a, a hinge date, and this girl was. Uh, oh yeah. She good. she shaved her head bald.
3: He went on a date with a girl with a very deep voice. Oh shit! And at one point during the date, he was like, "I gotta ask you, are are you trans?" Yeah, are you a uh-huh. trans? So, and I forgot how the joke goes because she had a really deep voice. Yeah. And Wait, uh, this, the, like Josh's, like yeah. mine. Yeah, no, it, was it was me. It was actually. A...
2: <laughs> <laughs> what happened was she had a bald head. Right? Yeah, she was bald. That's what it was. Um, and when I gave her, she looked cute though. So this when is I a gave her story, true story, true story. Okay, I gave her a hug. Right? She looks like her pictures, and I don't mind if she's bald. And then she goes, Hi, how are you doing? And I was like, Oh, no, I'm in this situation now. Right? So we sit down at the bar. I I sit down at the bar. I feel like everyone's staring at us, by the way. And I'm like, Oh, fuck. gotta I gotta ask, because, you know. Of course. I'm not into this. You gotta talk
1: about the elephant in the room.
2: So I was I gotta ask you a question. Like, Within 10 seconds of us sitting down, and she was like, Okay. And I was like, First, let's get drinks. <laughs> so we ordered drinks, Good move. and then I'm like, You know what? Forget my question, right? Because I was like, We could have a drink and I could just leave. I don't need to make her feel uncomfortable, okay. And she goes, You can't do that. First of all, I don't even know you, and you went there, whatever it was, I need to know. And I was like, Are you a guy? <laughs> Like, no, I didn't do it like that. I was like, I'm Can you imagine the first that's date? The, like, straight
0: up, no, no, because no, the answer is no. You didn't, you didn't prep it. You didn't say like, I you know, I I, me, I, I noticed your, you know, the voices. I
2: didn't say the voice. You part.
1: can't say, no, see. See, yeah. that's how <laughs> Norm, Norm would do it. He'd <laughs> be like,
3: you know, that. you, you, you're, you're bold <laughs> and <laughs> your voice is kind of low. I mean, I don't know. You, it, I, I so would have just brought it to like,
1: you know, I had a, you know, horror. Experience prior, or oh. I wouldn't say hard, but okay. actually.
3: So, Will makes lies up. Uh, <laughs> and Norm goes the polite route. Hey,
1: I, I would lie to Shield. If somebody told me they had a shitty haircut and I didn't want to make them feel bad, I'd be like, right. it looks great.
2: Why are you looking at my hair when you say <laughs> <laughs>
3: that?
2: So, what I did was, so we ordered a drink and I asked her this question. She takes a sip of her drink and she goes, No, I'm not trans. And she was just hoarse. No! She was just hoarse the whole time. And I felt so terrible. But she was really funny. So she was a really good... She, uh,
1: she was a girl. She, she was, was a girl. girl. But you made herself conscious. But no. instead of getting angry... She was... She, she rolled with it. She, she rolled with it. She pulled it up a few octaves. Wow. Well, she
2: took a sip of her drink
1: and the hoarseness went away.
2: Right. Oh, so she was sick. No. Her, I don't know what it was. Maybe she had like something caught in her throat. I don't know. But like she took a sip of her... All I had to do was wait seven minutes, yeah. by the way.
3: <laughs> That's how long it took for the hormone pills. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, this isn't even the greatest joke. The, the The funny part is that he tells this joke story on stage, and sitting at the bar was an obvious transvestite woman, right. and uh, she got very offended. She got really
2: mad. She walked out, and everyone like saw her walk out with her like penis on her shoulder, and just you know, she just
3: bounced. <laughs> wow. Well, I didn't think Kevin had seen her sitting at the bar. I saw her when she walked in. And then I saw Kevin going into the joke, and I was like, oh. Kevin
2: doesn't. No, you, no. you know what? Why did you think that? What? Because most comics will see that and be like, I'm not going to do that joke. Mm. Right. Right. Not this guy. <laughs> so I didn't think you saw her. I definitely saw I know who she is. Right. Um, also, right before that, I yelled at her. Why? Because she invited a friend. You've been to the show, right? Yeah. You have to, to. To go to the show, we're not interrupting anyone, okay? You, to, you have to want to be there to actually be there, right? So there's a place upstairs for a restaurant and music. Mm-hmm. And downstairs in the basement is a comedy club we built, right? She knows of us. She comes downstairs, right? And she invites two friends and has a full-fledged conversation at the bar at the comedy club. Yeah, while... While I'm on stage. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's rude. Yeah.
2: So I'm like... And then I just started doing this thing where I was, like, I was speaking to the crowd. I was like, can you believe someone's this fucking rude? They'll invite their friends to a comedy club they don't need to be in and start talking.
1: Well, maybe <laughs> she did that to get
2: back at you. This is before. Before he said This it. is before. Just, he did uh, it to get back at her. I, I basically <laughs> like, not I'm really going to do this joke. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. She I'm... I, I didn't feel no tingly thing in my spine. I was like, this actually feels good. And <laughs> I all know, all the comics took out the cameras. It was like, yo, we gotta fucking it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you go to a comic club, you you, you expect like some kind of it's gonna get raunchy. Like, Something's gonna get be raunchy. I, I I go into a comic club expecting Asian jokes. Like I, I don't care. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't
1: I don't I don't I wouldn't get offended it because has I happened know what mean where yeah. where the comics straight up What's your name? I was like, "Oh, here we go. Here's an Asian joke. Yeah. It's coming down the middle. I see it." <laughs> so I play along. Man, I'm like, you know what? Let's go. I'm here. I'm here to have a good time. Right. Depends though. If it's not funny, I'm 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 clapping back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And <laughs> now you're gonna have someone in the audience to get at you. I'm gonna give him an opportunity to. I'm not gonna be a heckler, but I'm gonna say something. Have
3: funny. you Have you ever heckled comedy? Either no, because it was
1: actually funny. The Asian jokes that they did. Right. I'm um, like, I, I didn't get salty about. I'm at a comedy club. I'm born and raised in New York. Right. 80s LES. We went to school in New York City. Yeah, we so, heard more, funnier and, shit there. Yeah, and, and you, like, there's hardly any Asian joke I haven't heard of yet. Right. And the co- comedian, the way, the way he spun it, I was, was like, okay, that's a different take on it. It's similar to like a lot of the stuff. Right. It wasn't original, but it, he he made it like he remixed it. Right. He, made it <laughs> real, he made
2: it. real for himself.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He remixed it. So I was like, I could appreciate that. I was more looking at how he put the joke together, yeah. and going, all right, that's cool. I see that. I was was like, he that's Asian? No, he was white. He was white, okay. but it was like right on the spot, though. So mm. I was like, you know what? I, I like the freestyle move. I mean, it was cool. And then after that, he just said, yo, you cool and this and that. I was like, yeah, that's cool. I it, it, I didn't feel like it was coming up from a, from a you know a pointy hat, right? You know, if I felt right. like if I felt that energy, not that's a different conversation. It came from fun. And it came love. straight up from yeah, fun, out yeah, of yeah, my yeah, expense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you're there. you like, I don't know, man. People. You know are, what? It was great because I was there with a date, and she was like, man. Yeah, you, you can handle it. You can handle yeah. it. That was that was. She goes. I thought that at the end of the day, she was like. I thought that was one of the most sexiest things. Yeah, man. That you didn't get all defensive and and you know trying to wave the right. red flag. <laughs> you know, like, it also shows your you ego is not beyond. If, nah, I could take a joke. Man. Yeah, you could like, take a joke. These guys used to rag on me. And we used to rag on him. Like we all we all go at each other.
2: You know what though? It also helps as you're a six street a six <laughs> good looking Asian guy. You know what I mean? Like you're like, what's the worst yeah. you can do to me? I'm going to
1: get pussy at the end bro, of the night no matter what. guys have feelings too. Bro. <laughs> Trust me, some people have said things, you know, use their words and I was like, <laughs> <laughs>
4: words do
3: hurt. When uh, Chappelle does Prince, when he gets offended by, by uh,
4: Prince
0: gets offended. Oh, oh
3: yeah, yeah. He, did he, offended. he gets yeah. Uh, offended by uh, Eddie Murphy's brother.
4: He's like, Huh? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then they and then they whips their ass in basketball. Uh, yeah, yeah. I heard he's really, Game. he's actually paralysis. really good. Well, I don't think he's that good anymore, Kevin. In basketball, oh.
0: in ball. Who?
4: Prince. Prince. He's, he's he was good. Yes. Yeah, I heard that was a real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he would serve pancakes. Yeah. Not <laughs> <laughs> some pancakes. It was a real
1: thing. I want to be that rich. Like he he would be at a party. Yeah. And like they'll throw a party in his in his crib, and and he'll be serving like just randomly just pancakes.
2: I want to do that shit. But that's the route to go, right? Like, you rather serve pancakes than have a monkey called Bubbles and invite kids. <laughs> mm. Right? You'd rather be the weird guy that serves pancakes in the middle of the day than hey, have I, a Ferris wheel. Kevin, I love pancakes.
3: Will Will has
2: a monkey. You have a monkey? <laughs> <laughs> Those are the small ones. When I was a kid, by the way, I don't know about you guys, but it was like in almost every movie someone had like a pet monkey. And I was like, I cannot wait to be an adult.
0: But mm. getting what, a okay, pet monkey. Tiny monkey, right? The, the, the wait, oh, so they had like the boo. So
2: you wanted so to own, own no. a monkey? I wanted to own a monkey To that lady's uh, so face, face got ripped yeah, off. Yeah, Until the orangutan ripped yeah, her yeah.
3: hands off and her yeah. face. And then they were like, oh, let's save her life and put <laughs> her back
4: together. And <laughs> like, <laughs> thank it's
1: you something. for saving my life. Yeah. Would I'm you rather die? I'm not owning. That's tough. No, I'd rather live. She did an interview with, I
3: think. Oprah, after that mo- that orangutan ripped her to pieces, and she had a fucking, like, a bee suit. She had, like, a bee <laughs> mask, yeah, because, like, they didn't want to show her. And then they gave her a a, a face transplant. She ended up dying a couple years ago. She got oh, really? scarred. There, there should be a fucking... Wait, uh, did she die from... She died of natural? complications oh, com- in the end. Oh, but, like, there should... Listen, I know, like, people, they always say, like, oh, you know, even when people get really terrible accidents, they still have a will to live... There should be a fucking law if a fucking orangutan rips your face off and your hands off that the cop gets there and he puts a fucking bullet in your head. Oh, like, do you really you like, why would you want to fucking like either like I, I don't want to get dark on your podcast, but like I, I saw a thing where somebody failed at killing themselves, mm-hmm. And it was a girl and she was yeah. beautiful. This is the worst thing in the world. This is going to be a big hit. Go, go, ahead, go
1: ahead. Yeah. Go dark. Go ahead. She
3: um, she put the gun under her chin.
1: Wait, first of all, why? She, she was, she
3: had, she had depression, whatever. Oh, she, but she was like, she was like 22, beautiful white girl, like beautiful, mm-hmm. like, a, like, a, like an eight or nine. Mm-hmm. She had so much to live for, Kevin. <clears throat> so she puts the gun under her chin, shoots, ends up just blowing her fucking face off and lives. Oh, and there was shit. just nothing but like a hole and a fucking a tongue flap hanging I saw that out. On
1: South Park, wow! <laughs> what was that on There's South a, Park? There was an episode of South Park, I think, where Britney Spears shot herself in the face, and, but and she was still alive, and she just had this hole. In I guarantee
3: face. you, that's where they got it from. I guarantee you, that's oh, where they South got South Park it from. is wild for that. Wait, yo.
1: wait. So, so this girl shot herself. She shot herself. She oh, and
3: she, the reason I and she's, she lived and she lived, and the reason um, she became in the news and everything is because and she's still alive. She, they gave her a face transplant also. So...
1: Did she ever have an interview? Like, does she regret trying to kill her? I saw an interview with her. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, it was a moment of weakness. Yeah.
1: Fuck, man. Mental health, man. It's such yeah? a shit, Crazy, man. crazy thing. Well,
3: you know, like, I told Kevin, once quarantine started, I was like, you're gonna see, like people are not going to be able to you know handle this for such a long period of time and you see it people are slowly
1: I've read an article today they to that crack. Um, even police officers Absolutely. Are, are, are really contemplating suicide if not
3: really yeah well there, there was a guy yeah. why? Um, why
1: why is that because well, it's too much stress yeah right. I would imagine like they're already for stressed several out. reasons they're stressed out they're seeing a whole bunch of shit going down and some things that they're you know perhaps powerless to even you know, make a difference. There was
3: a, there was a guy I, I read an article, this was like three four weeks ago, he I think he was working as a volunteer firefighter and then he became an EMT and he just started, like he literally just went on and then the virus came out mm-hmm. he was on it, he was working for maybe a few months into it and when COVID hit, he killed himself he, in Astoria, yeah, he went off by the by the rocks, by the water in Astoria Park over there and he shot himself with his oh, father's shit, gun, right. you remember I, that? I read that? Yeah, I read that. his dad is like a DT. He Took his dad's gun.
1: I didn't go into the article. I saw the headline. Yeah, I read the headline. Yeah. So this is you know oh, it's shit. it's. So that's what it was about.
3: <clears throat> it was about that, you know, when when this was at its peak, and and you know, and people were like super paranoid, and like the hospitals were going crazy. You know, there were. Uh, I remember reading an article. Uh, initially, there was reports that they made a rule that. For the like the EMTs who show up to your house, if they can't get your heart going again mm-hmm. within like a certain amount of time, I think they had like twenty minutes, they had to just call it and leave. Mm-hmm. Prior to the coronavirus, if you're in your house, your heart stops, they would stay there, right. try to resuscitate you for as long as it took. So you know these people are you know they're living under this you know life and death, constant death, constant death. So yeah, it makes them want to kill themselves. Just make sure if you're gonna do it. You put the gun, you know, Jesus in your mouth. Christ. Don't blow your entire face off.
2: Oh, man. That doesn't even work like that.
3: What do you mean? Putting it in your in your
2: mouth? How does it work? Sometimes I've like you could shoot your cheek off. That's true. Yeah. that's, that's yeah. probably the
0: worst way to go, right? Shooting like shooting yourself. The, I mean the, the the ideal way to like I don't want to say like, Okay, let's mean, hear it. What's your idea? <laughs> I mean you, you if you were going to commit suicide you you don't want to be half acid, right? So you, you want to do something that we make sure Guaranteed guarantee death Guaranteed death right? right So I think it was like Jumping off a bridge I
1: think that's a guaranteed death Or jumping off a, a building no. What that's if it's not death? instant? What if you're just there Like and it's a slow death You're just bleeding out
3: Well if you jump from high enough It's instant Yeah Like those people who You know jumped okay, out of The like World Trade NBC Center yeah, yeah like yeah, you, right. Their bodies exploded When they Because
1: shooting it. yourself right. it's, it's, not it's, not it's not a guarantee It's not a guarantee man You see they're yeah, fucking... like, Don't you think that You'll feel pain When you splat
3: Dude it's all awful you know? Listen, you want to kill yourself, you go buy yourself $100 worth of heroin and you shoot that shit into your arm. Go a party, man. I,
1: I I got a better. This is the best way to kill yourself, right? Hmm. Know, t- this talk, is, five five is an five awesome podcast. No 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 no, 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 no. Sorry. You didn't even hear me yet. Give me a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a chance. You, you started this. Yeah, you started this party, This is my fault. But, Hello, Darkest Miles. So we're friend. just leaning into your topic. Lucky boys. But check this out. Best way to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do laugh. this at home. No, no. No, no absolutely do this. If, <laughs> if, 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 this is, if this is the route versus shooting yourself in the face, right. Or jumping, jumping off a building. Off. Right. What I would say is whatever you are now, drop everything, go somewhere else, start over. You kill who you are now. Ah. Start a new life. Mm. Start small. I agree. Go on a road trip. Get I a agree. just. Uh, right. You hate minimize, this life. Yeah. Minimize. Kill who you are start now. Start over. Minimize everything. Mm. Get out all the stress, all the people in your life. You could cut it all off. Because you'll right. be. If you're dead, you're going to cut them all off right. anyway. It's right? The same thing. Same thing. So start a new life. Cut everything. Kill who you are now. Get a car. Jump in it. Put a mattress in the back of it. Whatever you got to do and just live a simple ass life, take it a day at a time right. and create this new identity, move somewhere else because obviously this environment ain't cutting it. Right, Go somewhere else, go on a road trip and then keep moving until you find what you're looking for.
2: Well, I like this idea. I got to go. All right, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got to go on a road trip. Right now. But hey,
1: I think like if I thought about it, I, was like, I said to myself, if, if I were, everybody thinks. If I were to me. abandon my family. <laughs> <laughs> before, before I was uh, oh, a course.
3: family man. Right.
1: Oh, me that's true. I, I thought about that too. Yeah. Like when I was a teenager, I, th- I actually thought about suicide. Yeah, me too. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. Like I, I did really think about suicide as a teenager. And, and as I got older, I was like, you know what, man? If I were to go out, I ain't going to go out like that. If I can control it and, and, and. I'm just going to cut everything out. I'm going to get in my car and I'm going to just drive where the fuck I want. Put a mattress in the back or sleep in the back of the car. Figure something out. Maybe get a dog to chill with me. And that's
3: it. Every time I also like you hear about someone killing themselves, you're like, why don't you do something fun before you did that? Like, why don't you just try to go rob a bank or something? Yeah.
1: It's easier said than done, man. When you're in a moment of weakness, you're in that depression state and that voice is hitting you hard. And you're just real low state of mind. You, just, it's a lot of pain, and you just want to release yeah. it somehow. So you're
3: saying suicidal people are weak?
1: No. Oh, okay. What I'm saying is it's really difficult uh, when you're pressed down for that long, and to see any hope, any light, you're just in such a low, dark area. I mean, you have to be in order to kill yourself.
3: Well, that's a that's probably a chemical imbalance in the head. Like to have to to be pushed to the point where you want to end your life. It's got to be something
1: mental health, but. It it, it it could be something uh it, I think it could be that but it's also something impacted I say with with your environment I, I would say there's a strong contribution of of who's around you mm. your support group your friends your family um, how you deal with stress right right and I Perhaps even your diet, if you're sleeping. Because all of those things combined, and believe it or not, it, it could really make a significant impact. Right. And Look, if you don't sleep for... If you stay up for 24 hours, and we've done that before. Oh,
0: my God. It's, it's not good.
1: Yeah, I, your whole world goes out the window. Your whole identity of who you think you are when you're rested versus the per- portion of you and right. any parents would be able to tell you this, right. right? Versus when you're not rested, it's you're a completely different person. Of you're, course. You're like a shell of yourself. So... I think someone in that state of mind, who's not sleeping, who's not really eating, right. they don't have the proper guidance and support system around them. Right? Yeah, it's gonna release the wrong chemicals,
3: man. Is this a bad time to tell Will I've been up for three days? <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that why you is took, no, why you took actually, the caffeine pills? Huh? you? No, I actually, I really
3: pills? only got like half an hour of sleep last night. Oh, yeah. But
1: why? Not three days Yo, straight. Quar- yeah. Quarantine no, is weird. Days. It's weird, man. It's I've, a- been,
3: I've been th- there's multiple times in the last two months. I've been up for like. A day and a half, and then like oh. slept for ten hours, and then like be up for another day and a half.
2: Yo, wow!
1: Is this yeah. something
3: with- completely out of like I, I live a you know we're, we're comics and like I have a you know business prior Damn, you guys to leaving,
1: living like teenagers.
3: Well, exactly, and like I I'm living the way I lived when I was like twenty years old again. It's yeah. awful. It's not healthy. It feels like shit. I don't feel great, but it's like this is what quarantine has done to us. You know,
2: yeah. well. I can't go to sleep until like 7 in the morning. Yeah. Right? Oh, Every day. At least. But I, I at least get at least 4 hours of sleep.
1: So you guys <clears throat> so you guys are just staying up only because you don't have some sort of um, guideline for yourself like a schedule. Well, like because of the quarantine <clears throat> everything's kind of just freestyle, loosey-goosey. Well, for and...
2: me there's no rules right now. There's legit no fucking rules. <clears throat> like, I can, whatever I want to accomplish I can do at any point of the day. But,
1: so uh, pre pre-COVID were you like, no? The sleeping schedule, no, not this bad. No,
3: no. I've n- I haven't. I've never been like this. What the fuck do you do then? We play video games. Okay. Well, we, 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 also write, we write comedy. You We're know? writing a we, lot. Yeah, we write a lot of comedy. Where we, do you
0: get your Where do you get your inspiration? Like, when's the best time during the day?
3: Like, that's that it. It just comes it's all day long. Yeah. I I write jokes all day. It's I'm like saying, when you
1: feel it. You feel it? You gotta go. Oh, I gotta get this shit. Like, you're yeah, you, yeah. Shit. I, I've done it on dates. Like, shut yeah, up! I don't yeah. want to talk to you about dates. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's, hold up, Shh. hold on, hold on,
2: hold <laughs> on. Genius is coming. Come on. <laughs>
3: yeah, so that you know, the thing. You're
2: welcome. You're witnessing greatness. That's what I do.
3: I did it to my kid two days ago. I was like, hold on, daddy, you just inspired a joke. I had to write it down. But you know, like, it's. And, but that's the thing. Is like, my kid is out of state right now because he's you know going through quarantine somewhere better than being in New York City. That, you know, like, him not being here, knowing that, like, you know, if I had my son here, I would be like, I can't stay up all night. What if he needs me? You know, Mm -hmm. like, what if an emergency pops? Mm -hmm. Knowing that I can't be helpful, I'm like, you know what? It makes no fucking difference. I can be useless. You know, like... So
1: do you think this is the new normal? No,
3: no, no, no. This is a small period of time, but it's going to have a huge impact. Uh, Things are going to change tremendously. You know, Mm -hmm. people, you know... For a lot of people, you know, like I told Kev when this started, I was like, you're going to see, people are going to go into quarantine, they're going to be forced to stay in their house, and a good portion of them are never going to leave. <laughs> they're going to be like, you know what? This is fucking great. You know, like some people actually enjoy being separated from society. Oh, yeah, it's tapping into the introvert. It's yeah. It's the yeah. introvert. And like if they can work from home, if they can stay there, you know, a lot of businesses are like, oh, it's cheaper for us to just keep you at home now. Right. You know, business saves money. They could pay you more. People are like, yo, this is fucking awesome. I'll do all my work. Like our friend, our, our podcast mate, John Kaplan, he's like, this is the greatest time of my life. You know, he got furloughed from his job. He's like, thank God. He's like, all I do now is he creates shit all day. He makes videos. You know, he's got his green screen. He's like, this is a perfect life for me. And I think there's going to be, you know, at least 5 or 10% of the population.
1: Several others just like that. They're
3: going to be like, fuck that. I'm, yeah. staying, I'm staying home. That's gonna be the new philosophy yeah. moving forward. But you know, like for us, you know, we're we're extroverts. You know, we're comics. You know, we get. Like, energy. I want to be outside.
2: Yeah, I love filling people's
1: energy. So, how do you guys feel about the lockdown? Stinks. It's at the, well, the moment
2: we're. Do you think it's overdone? Uh, at this point, he, yes.
1: It's not. It's it's not
3: overdone. It's I, I think, think it's overdone? improperly done. Improperly. Yeah, I think they. You know, I think it's absolutely necessary. Uh, to have some sort of quarantine, but it should be done in terms of high-risk individuals should be staying home. Uh, The elderly, you know, people who have, you know, preconditions, definitely staying home. Um, uh, You know, uh, the good portion of of the youth, of healthy people with healthy immune systems, it'd probably be better off if, you know, they went back to normal society and built the herd immunity like we were talking about before.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: I think that would probably be better. What That's do you it? think? Uh, well, it's like I got the vaccine already. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it,
1: was it, imported, it was imported already, <laughs> yeah. you know. It's a long time. I got my connects. Uh, no, it's. Uh, I, you know, I don't know. You, I hear so many different things. And, right. and this is what uh, Kevin and I were kind of talking about. We were touching on this earlier, but, you know, I was one of the first ones to kind of freak out about this. And you know, I have a family, and so you know, it's my job to protect and provide. So, when I found out that this was, I first heard about this in December, but I didn't really, you know, deep dive into it. it was the holidays, New Year's, right? I'm busy being American, you know. January hits, it's still like the numbers are growing in China, and it's right. like a big dot deal. And then they're going, Yo, Wuhan, I didn't know what Wuhan was. And they're saying, Well, Wuhan's a big city, and it's as uh, dense and populated as New York City there's There's like 21 million people in right, the world. So I said, "Time out." What? So I started looking into it more. And then I see things on the news and then I see some random videos of of doctors and civilians. Scary. And how, yeah, then I said to myself, "Well, if it's that contagious and that many people are are being impacted by it there, which is no secret, then duh, I'm human too." It doesn't matter if you're from Mexico, China, Korea, mm. Italy, Canada, it doesn't matter. If a motherfucker take a plane and comes here or or someone wants to go visit there and went to another country and then they're spreading the, and it and so I said it's going to hit here, man. It's mm. it's it's common sense. So I started, you know, I started getting mask, food, supplies, everything ready. Uh by the end of January, I was already prepared. And when it hit we were discovering more about it. And I was like, oh shit. And then quarantine and things started getting serious really fast. Very fast. Yeah. Okay. So from that point on, when we started getting more confirmation from who CDC, the government, uh, politicians, presidents, uh, governors, right. of the state then and doctors. Now I'm hearing so many different things from the same people, mm. right? Oh, a mask is not going to help. The droplets can still get in the mask. And then they go and say, "Hold on, you got to wear a mask. It significantly helps uh, reduce uh, the odds of you getting COVID." Right now, I'm like, "Okay, so I'm." Well, which which one one is it? Yeah, which one is it? Then it's like, "Well, it also lives in; it can stay in the air for for three three hours." hours. Right. And then you just tell me. Right.
3: They read an article that (laughs) that someone said you can get it from a fart.
1: (laughs) So, so now you know. At this point, I'm going. You know what? if, If it could live in the air for three hours it's not like my kids go to school and we're not gonna realistically like how long should I be scared then come on cause right. I'm scared right. I'm prepared so you guys you guys did you, did you know the message has gone through I'm officially scared I need to hunker down but how long right how long am I supposed to live in a cave you know how long our very good friend best man at my wedding his aunt 70 years old God bless her um, stayed at home this entire time did everything she was supposed to do everything got the gloves the mask didn't go out for shit fully stocked at home the only time she went out was to throw away the garbage down the hall she lives in an apartment building right she ended up being diagnosed with COVID what the fuck yeah respirator whole night. oh months. shit yeah yeah mm.
0: she was and rent- then when you get into the what rent- ventilator yeah yeah, yeah ventilator. oh ventilator yeah. my bad
1: yeah. So so then I, and that 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 broke the that broke everything for me. I was like, well, if she can get it thrown away, the garbage, then you know, I I have no control because I'm throwing out the garbage. I'm buying. I'm going to supermarket, re- the supermarket. Restock. You don't have food. a choice. Yeah. So I'm. Uh, you know, at this point, I'm saying, you know what, I'm I'm just gonna go jogging. I'm gonna go on a hike. I'm gonna. That's it. I'm gonna go out and get some sun. Right. And. And and that's I'm not being an asshole like coughing and spitting everywhere, right. but I'm. Well, even... That was that was that. Was, so for me, that's what I think. That's just me personally. I could understand if someone has high anxiety and saying mm. everybody needs to be indoors. I get that. I totally get that. I support that, man. And no knock on you for that. Right. I have a different experience. Right. I have a completely different experience. It's just that they're not going to come up with a cure anytime soon. They they said it. Yeah. Everyone eighteen knows. months. Twelve yeah. to eighteen months. Right. And that's considered fast tracked. Yeah. Right. So. If they don't have something, and oh, another note about that: if someone, they're also saying you can get reinfected. So if you have a vaccine, how much is, and you can get reinfected even though you had it already? Then isn't that what the vaccine does to put that in you in the first place? So right. That's what I'm saying. Like, look, man. And then you know this thing. You know, if it, I'm gonna get it, then I might as well like.
3: And the thing is, it, you know, it's a, you know there's a probability that it could it can mutate. You know, yeah. and then you have a vaccine, but the vaccine doesn't work anymore. Just like every year, you know, you have the right. flu shot. They come up with a new flu shot every year because yep. it mutates. Right, it's a know? different strain.
1: What am I supposed to do when they when they open the cities back up and you're supposed to work? Am I supposed to be scared and right. not gonna work now? Yeah, and I can't provide for my family now. No, you know what I mean. So at this point, I'm just like, look, everything's starting to open back up. Yeah, I gotta get out. Yeah, I gotta get out, man. So that's that's my take on it. Like, but, I, I can't be scared forever. Like, if they're opening
0: everything back up, would you be like? Scared to go into a, a crowded cafe and shit no. like that? No. no, you'd be cool no, with that. No. But it's also, like, no, no one's doing, wearing a mask. No, like, no if one's it, If shit. it can, if
1: it's, if it's like real facts that it can literally, like, be in the air, the particles for for three hours, mm-hmm. you yeah. don't stand a chance.
3: We already discussed this. We're suicidal here. So <laughs> 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 you worst know, case scenario we get? I'm gonna like, throw myself uh, in this crowded
1: room with I no ventilation. Say, I will say that I, because of this. I do wash my hands more frequently okay that's a good thing like none of us shook hands when we met together we just bumped elbows you know so it's like it's changed some of the 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 things that we normally do yeah you know that paradigm has shifted and I think that's going to be the new normal yeah until we go like perhaps a decade where everyone forgets about this yeah (laughs) yo
0: man Kevin's like no no, I refuse I
3: I refuse to wash my hands I think I I think it's too much I think it's too much (laughs) how about when you wet your butt
0: you know with, without
3: it. Who, who wipes... The, <laughs> <laughs> that's why you have such a good immune
1: system. you, know, I'm you, know, I'm you telling, leave like, requested. for example, like, work from home, that's going to be a new that's normal. That's going to be a, a yeah. new normal. There's going to be a... I'm telling you, the paradigm has shifted. And Also, everyone has the internet, right?
2: I don't need a guy... If I'm sending you an email anyway.
1: Right. I don't need to be 10 feet away from you. Right. If you're a desk jockey, if you got a job where you have a cubicle and a desk yeah. and that's your primary function and you can do that from home
3: office life is basically set up so that you could be monitored like a fucking right. slave yeah. like a child so someone could go around just like the office scene that we shot yeah. You remember yes. for the streets
1: yes it's so
3: some fucking prick right. can go around and be like you make sure you're doing yeah. your work now
1: yeah middle management is becoming obsolete it's a waste in some forms they're going wait how is my employee and what they're finding is that their employees are at least 20 percent more productive when they're home. a lot of these companies yeah in in certain areas and they're going wow how can they be more productive and no one's breathing over their backs
3: right because it's because people are more
2: productive when
0: yeah they're not people are not scared you know exactly. to, to, to present their ideas and stuff like that so it's also, you have that environment that's nurturing
2: now yeah it, but also if you get someone a deadline hey i need this done by 2 p.m mm-hmm. right yeah. people are gonna get shit done by 2 p.m you yeah. don't need to be there at twelve thirty, hey, is that done? The yeah. thing I tell you, you don't need to do that.
3: But they were also they were talking about, I saw in an article yesterday, all the money that's saved, you know, on your fucking dry cleaning you're spending on, on gas. your commute, gas, fucking going so out to time. eat for lunch. Paying for the paying for the cubicle, paying for the electricity. it's right. it's just worth the it. overhead is, yeah. is much
1: is alleviating so many people's pockets from companies to individuals.
3: Yeah, so it's gonna. I mean, it's gonna dramatically change like commercial you know real estate. Gonna, yeah, so you like, know what's gonna happen gonna to Manhattan
1: commercial? Re- well, Manhattan I think is gonna take a hit. It's Large, be huge. San Francisco is gonna take a major hit because if you look at San Francisco, Fris- San Francisco, I think is gonna take a bigger hit only because there's uh, there's a lot of uh, tech hubs there where uh, startups and and if, if that's the new normal where everyone's allowed to work remotely, no one's going to try to buy a place in San Francisco. The yeah. cost of living there's ridiculous. They're going to go down to Austin. They're going to go down to Miami, Hawaii, right. a- anywhere where it's lower cost and, and, and perhaps like just a chill, chill vibe, you know. And then they'll just do their job from there. Uh, I think, I think San Francisco is going to get hit. I think we're going to see that uh, New York City. I don't know because New York City, it's. People still love the vibe in New York. Yeah, I, I think New York City is going to take a hit. No, I,
2: I, I think it's going to take a huge hit.
3: I, think,
1: I, I don't think it's going to plummet. I think it's going to take the a hit, reason but I don't think it's going to plummet.
3: The, it is going to plummet, in my opinion. Okay. You know, I do, I do real estate. That's my survival yeah. job. And I do executive relocation. So mm-hmm. I get executives from other parts of the world, other parts of America, yeah. who specifically come to New York. They give them a, a pay increase, you know, a cost of living. Right. But their lifestyle is shit. Coming here because their money doesn't get them anywhere, you know. So somebody who who can afford, you know, three thousand dollars for rent every month mm-hmm. in another state, they get the same exact apartment for a thousand dollars. So when right. they come here, the reason they come here is because it's the allure of being in New York City. But now with like coronavirus and the possibility of getting sick because it's a big city and
2: this mm-hmm. was a hot spot, and we right. live on top of each other, and it's
1: expensive. Yeah. It's Here's just one, if, if COVID. Disperses and it becomes like part of something that's very normal to us as a society, right? Where we just look at it like, okay, it's a flu. Oh, he has a flu. Oh, he has COVID. Like when it becomes like that type of level of thinking in our society, where we're not afraid. We have a vaccine. We have shots. You can take whatever it is, right? I think New York will rise again. Like Mm. if let's say it does go down a bit, and I don't think it'll go down that much, but I think I think it's New York City. It's the mecca. It's Rome. You know, it, Rome has fallen like, like like back in the Yeah, but it, it's like I don't think it's a bit more established in the room. Yeah. Now. I, and I don't think I don't think COVID is going to be unless we go through unless another wave, another wave. And, I, and, and we it just most doesn't stop. Will. And we can't come up with a vaccine. I told then Ke- people are going to want to get away from major cities. I
3: told Kevin, I said, my biggest fear is this. They're going to. You know, there's already fatigue, they said. Quarantine fatigue. So people were already going out this week. I don't know if you saw... I'm always reading articles. You know, uh, bars were allowed to serve to go. And people have been hanging out in front of bars, getting to go drinks and just chilling in front of the place. I said to Kev, I was like, what's going to happen is people are going to slowly get more and more frustrated, start going out more. They're going to ease restrictions. Mm -hmm. You know, um, uh, was it Memorial Day's coming up? Memorial Day is going to come up thousands of people are gonna go to the millions of people are gonna go to the beaches and what's gonna happen if I mean I pray to God it doesn't but let's say that weekend everybody's barbecue and going out come Monday come Tuesday they're like oh man there's a spike uh oh Tuesday Wednesday they're like oh man uh, you know we just jumped up by you know a tremendous amount they're gonna fucking pull that lever down and lock Uh us all down Right. you know there's already talk that school's not gonna open in uh I think that they in already September.
0: canceled. the canceled school for the rest of the year. No, no, no. Oh, now, he's that, talking, about now, talking
3: about starting it's in September, September fall. again. Yeah, there's fall room, fall semester. Yeah, semester. I spoke to my ex yesterday. She said that there's rumors that they're not even going to open up in the fall. Wow.
1: Well, they don't know that for sure. But if I'm a betting man, I'm going to say that they may try to. Like, let's say as the summer uh, comes and we don't have major spikes. Right. And let's say the curve is like flat or whatever, and, and it's we're not seeing anything crazy. I think they're going to roll the dice. Yeah. I think they're going to roll the dice. And let's say they, they come up with, you know, that whole plasma thing where they, you know, plasma of the people that have been affected by with it already. The antibodies. They're right. The antibodies. So they're, they're going, they can inject the plasma in people that are more uh, at risk. Mm. Then if they have things like that where we can somehow have some sort of defense against it. Right. I think that they will try to keep things moving because at the end of the day, money is going to talk. Think about all these universities and schools charging an ex- just an insane amount of money. Insane. Like, education mm. is so expensive. From private schools to Ivy League schools. Yeah. Now, especially colleges. You, you think, you know, if, if, like, your kid, right? Or, or yourself individually, if you're taking out loans, and you're looking at whatever, $50,000 a semester, whatever it is. You're going. I'm taking these online classes, and this is what I'm paying. Yeah, get Bootleg. the fuck out yeah. of here! Like yeah. right away. I think that'll be the end of universities. Right away. I, I I seriously think that they'll they'll take a major. You want to talk about? Plumbing. Well, I think
3: less and less people are going to decide to go to university. You know, I mean, the truth of the matter That's is, but this
1: will be an accelerant to that. Absolutely, because yeah. then they let. Let's just say that does happen. And people are not going to want to pay that much for, for, for especially if you're, right. they're losing jobs, right. because it's a it's a trickle effect, right? People are going to want to save money, and they're not going to, and they're going. If I'm paying this much for education, where is it going to take me? I mean, I could literally Google this stuff mm-hmm. or get some of these assignments on my own, right? There's no one actually giving me one-on-one mentoring like the way I need it. Right. So, if if that happens, if that happens, it'll accelerate the whole process. To your point with schools,
3: I mean, I I think, you know. People should do more vocation learning. Like you want to do something, like learn how to do it. You know, like uh, they have like the master class now. Like you know, you want to be a, a writer, learn how to write from someone who's an actual writer. Like instead right. of Going studying to, English literature, yeah. you know, yeah. with some you know f- failed professor,
0: a failed writer.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what a teacher essentially is. Sorry, every
2: well, I mean professors they... are teachers are usually just good people who
3: who I disagree
0: it is, uh, you got some people who, who go back and, and teach because I mean they, they're they're like famed screenwriters like the master class like right. you mentioned these are people who are right. been in the industry we are sharing, experience sharing experiences experiences yeah and teaching from that and that's
3: the best way to learn but to learn from somebody who just you know is teaching it's like a, it's old style now you know yeah. it doesn't seem contemporary
1: it is. it is I'll play devil's advocate to that though Um the one experience that you won't get is just being with a group of people and meeting random people Just that college experience yeah. That yeah, that's, oh, That fun That's yeah. yeah Not the education side <laughs> yeah, But you're gonna, just the random meeting Of, of people in the same the class And with
2: individuals and, you might work with In the future That's true too Right That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's the true thing too. That's, that's gonna a, be Building mission.
3: relationships and Yeah stuff. building
1: relationships Friendships I mean we I mean we're a perfect example Like without college Physical college Like we wouldn't have met Right Even yeah. though we grew up In the same yeah, neighborhood Even though know, we grew up right.
0: Like a couple blocks away From each other yeah, That's crazy I never yeah. saw him
1: I mean, keep in mind, we live in New York City, I mean, you know, but, and we did different things, so um, without college, I would have never met him.
3: Well, like, so, like, you know, my kid is seven, but, you know, he's already, because of the quarantine, he's separated from all the kids he was in class with, you know? Um, We're raising, you know, uh, a new generation of kids who are, basically, the only communication he's getting is over the internet, you know? It's like, your people are missing out on that interpersonal Building skills, you know, like, but then again, if there's no office that you have to work in anymore, I guess you don't really you know, need I, to I, I do just,
1: that. I, you know, selfishly speaking, like, I just don't want to be a teacher next semester. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I really hope, like, I'm, I'm teaching two kids right now, and it's hard yeah. in a full-time job. Let me ask
2: you a and, question. I'm going to ask you a question. I hope you don't get offended. Shoot. Are you teaching your kid like? Oh are, my God! Are you God. a
3: man?
1: <laughs> no,
2: no. Are you teaching your, your kid and you're like, oh my God, this kid's a fucking idiot.
1: No, 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 no. no? no. You don't feel that ever? That's the way I was taught. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was the idiot. I was an idiot, like in the way I was uh, taught and my responses to it. Uh, just because I, I, I didn't go. Wait, a how fuck. old are your kids? I don't. Do that. Five and three. Five and three. Okay. They're turning six and four like next month. But uh, no, man, my my, my oldest, uh, she's bright. She's very smart. Uh, when we do the online classes, man, she kills it. Yeah. She kills it. And she takes her time. She's like, oh, I want to write it. She She's real extra with everything. So she'll be like, oh, let me do this in different colors. I'm like, you got the right answer. She's like, nah, that's not enough. Like, she wants to make it look super nice. Well, it's like, wrap it up, B.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> School's over. Right? I'm just like, let's get to the next lesson because I just want to get it over with. So, you know, I could get, because time is finite. We're in New York City. Right. And, I still gotta create like my keep my productivity up All with right. my nine to five you know while being a father and while getting her lessons in with school so I'm like, just like, oh, come on. But at the same time, I can't help but be proud and go, yo, I don't know where you got that work ethic from. That's interesting. But I love it. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. well, but like, off. you know, these
3: are very important years. So it's detrimental. It's kind of, I mean, if quarantine yeah. goes really long, I mean, these are, you know, these are young kids. You know, that's when you look, you know, we're talking about older going to college. But imagine, you know, the first few years of you being. Yeah, it's
2: formative. Yeah. You know? Has your kids yeah. said anything to you? You're like. Oh. They love it. They love it. They fucking love it. They love staying home.
1: I want to stay with mommy and daddy forever. Yeah. Like, like, I'm know, just like oh, that's what? funny. Did
2: you gave your kid an Asian yeah. accent. They love. <laughs> they love <I> hanging <laughs> 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 out.
1: My kids are Asian. Nah, they, they can't even speak Chinese, but or Filipino um, Tagalog. Or Tagalog. Uh, no, they, they're fucking. Um, I don't know. They're they cool, love man. it. Though. I, they love it, man. I and mean, we have a lot of fun, though. Now that's the that's the one major benefit upside to this quarantine is that. Like that's all I really wanted to do like on the weekends I'll tell them all the time I can't wait till the weekends but it's not because I want to go get lit like you know like we used to when, when we were younger it's just so I can have the whole day just hanging out with my kids cuz it's like you know that age yeah. that young age where they're never going to be like that again cuz yes. when they're teenagers or when they're a little older they're not going to like you they're going to hate like, you yeah <laughs>
2: no not, not because yeah. like
1: you're not a good dad but I just I'm not cool like they're going to worry about they their friends hang out with their they're going to worry about social media yeah. they're going to worry about all this you other know what's stuff what's crazy if this like
2: let's say the trajectory that is they're just going to have to be homeschooled
4: mm-hmm.
2: you're going
1: to be their friend you're the I'm ch- already their friend I love it mm-hmm. yeah I love it man I, I I love this whole like it's a blessing for me I try to look at everything the glass half full and I, I mean you see it when you come over my house I mean I love it man
2: I think that's the coolest thing mm-hmm. about the the new parents like you guys right you guys love your kids yeah right when I was getting <laughs> old, when I was young no one liked their kids. They're like, Oh, this fucking guy! I want to drink right now. <laughs> I want to go like. In fuck my parents' neighbor. Offense,
1: I was I was pretty I was pretty uh, energetic, hyper. Oh, so you're, bla- you're blaming yourself. You're blaming yourself for, your, blaming yourself for your own you. parents. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and, then, and then you wonder why he was suicidal.
1: It was an think. awful, <laughs> stupid, stupid kid who never did the right thing. It was. It was a different time, though. You got to like realize is, the, culture it was, was it was. Yeah, the culture was different. Yeah, the culture was different, man, and. And we came from very humble beginnings. So, right. you know, they're working 24-7. And then when they come home, they just want some peace and quiet. And you got these fucking kids. Yeah. And they're just breaking things. Yeah,
2: and not can't wait till dad gets yeah, home.
1: Yeah, so I, I I get it with some empathy. And I get it even more now that I'm a father. Whereas before, I didn't really get it. I used to blame them a lot for stuff. But now I'm just like, you know what? I don't know if I would have done any better in their position. At that Think time. Think about it. I'm an immigrant coming to this country. Right. My skill set is very limited. So I got to i'll so I'm being pushed into like one of two industries, right? You know, become my own boss or work like every little piece. Like if I if I put this thing together right here, this fabric, and put the string in there. That's that's like two cents. So I got to do a whole bunch of them, right? So for for Asian parents at that time, it was either, um, for the most part, immigrants uh, when they came at a later age and, and they were very limited. It was either the the the, the fathers would be uh, restaurant workers. Mm-hmm or they opened up their own restaurant mm. or uh, the mothers would be seamstresses mm. and and that's at that level of income in that class right uh, it's a lot that, of work was, that was a, it was very limited so and and both those jobs are not easy and both those jobs have long grueling hours yeah. and let me tell you about those sweatshops like it is straight up a sweatshop yeah it's hot there's no air conditioning yeah. there was like when I went to visit my mom in these sweatshops there was no air conditioning uh, uh, during the, the the cold winter. There was no heat. Wow, there's none of that. The air in there shitty. It's loud as chemicals fuck. chemicals and shit. Chemicals, and it's loud as fuck in there. Like yeah, zzz, all those machines yeah. going and mm, right. and all the women there just screaming, right. having conversations there. So if you meet like a lot of these seamstresses, that they they naturally have a like a like a really loud voice. you could be right here and they're talking like past you You're because like, they're oh, used to right speaking here. over but it they probably yeah. got death because of the machinery yeah, and, they get yeah. Out. and then they got hard metal chairs yeah my mom would come home with bruises on her side wow yeah it back it caught up to her all those years and when she finally retired she was like so grateful but her health is right it, it, it up. beat her up man up. the restaurant yeah. business i mean anyone that opened a restaurant business if you that's the most
2: so that shit is fucked
3: up. Uh, that
1: yeah, if you're cleaning, cooking, doing all that shit. Just... And
3: here you are, Will, complaining about teaching your children. I <laughs> <laughs> was like, oh, there you it's so hard. I had to paint today. <laughs> that's what I'm i had to do finger painting with my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Kill
1: me. And that's why, like, I, I can't really blame my... Because I'm mature enough to understand. I'm, right. I'm going, yo, I can't blame right. my mom and dad for nothing. Yeah. It's on me. Yeah. It's on well, me.
3: I, I had a, you know, like, my mom, you know used to work like 60 hours a week, you know. My father was a wealthy guy but he didn't participate in our lives like for a big part right. when I was younger. And you know, it was a it was a fucked up childhood and like, you know, I resented it for a long time, but right. like in recent years, I guess maybe once I became a father, you someone said something once and I was like it, it makes a lot of sense. They go, you know, your parents did the best they could with what they had. Right. You know, like if they they you know, it wasn't that they didn't want to do better, it's just it's, that's as good as they could do. That's what they were Capable of doing—that's what they were emotionally capable you know of what? giving. You
1: know, life's unfair, man. Yeah, that's, that's really unfair. it. Yeah. That's that's what I kind of summed it up to. Like, yo, life's unfair, man. That, like, some people have all the tools and the skill sets in the world, and they may not make it. Whereas yeah. someone who really doesn't—not equipped with shit, right—but they just, it, you know, they just have the right network and right. they get put into all these uh, positions of privilege. And that's it. it. And that's the way life is. It's not. It's not like, you know, oh, you do this, therefore this will happen. Right. That's not always the case. Right. That's not, that's, that's. There's too many variables. So many
3: things can happen that can influence it.
1: But, but people got to keep in mind because life's unfair, it means that it could swing your way. Sometimes you might catch a break. That's right. So you got to look at it that way too. Because I can't tell you how many times I caught a break where I'm like, damn, I look, I look at somebody and I'm like, I'm going to stop looking at these other people getting, I got to look at my life. Right. So I'm do, I'm working and I'm hustling, I'm doing things my way and then sometimes I catch that break man and I'm like cool. cool
3: yeah you know well you always have to expect something good could happen at any moment just just as something bad could also happen <laughs> 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 but you gotta expect I mean listen and I, I don't I don't want to like get like super deep but like you know you create your own reality you yeah. know and like that's why like people who are like really negative negative shit. Tends to happen. It's like you call it upon yourself. You track that image, yeah, no, you know? seriously. And
1: I was living proof of that. I was super like negative as a teenager because that's all I was surrounded by. Right. My circle, my friends, and and, and family. It was just we were just filled with so much um, negativity at that point, and and that's all that that I had around me. And that's really all that just kept reoccurring was just negative after negative. Once I left that environment and started a new life. New friends new everything, the whole shit just shifted, yeah. yeah, like and that's why they're saying, like uh, what's that saying like uh, I forgot where this came from, but it's like stay away from I think it's from the art of war or or is it um forty eight laws of power, but stay away from people that have bad luck mm. because they'll give it to <laughs> they'll you. give it to you, yeah and and bad luck as in like someone that's always complaining, right, negative, toxic that's the way I took it. That's. I was gonna you know, say you, that. I can't fix this person, man. This person is fucked up. The,
3: I, again, I mean, I, my life is flawed, but you know, the 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 key, I think, is you know being grateful for things. You know, like we live in a very easy world. Like, even though we're like people are bitching that they're stuck in their house and quarantine, right. for the most part, I mean, listen, some people are suffering. They don't mm-hmm. have enough money for food and this yeah. and that. Thank God, we live in a city where, like, if you really need to eat, you can. The city will find some right. food for you. Right. But, but, but like, it's stuff like that, like. If you don't have that problem, be grateful for the food you have in your fridge. Right. You know, Be grateful that you have electricity in your house. Yeah, but, you have the yeah, internet. There's a roof your over head. your head. Yeah. You're not and sleeping on the street. that's where it
1: starts. That's so key. Because When I was just grateful that I wasn't in a position where I had to look over my shoulder every day anymore. Right. I was like, holy shit. this is. I had the freedom where I could just walk and not constantly look left, right, right. left, right. I was just like, this is a weird feeling because I, I was out in the suburbs and I was just like, this is crazy. I'm just walking with total freedom i don't have to look like someone's gonna jump me do something crazy right so i was like first of all i was like oh man this is nice man give me some room to breathe and then i was able to to change my mindset you know i made friends and like people would look at them go you yeah, know that person's a nerd or oh, that person's not cool that person's not tough uh Sorry. and it just kind of changed the whole narrative, the narrative for me yeah. yeah i was like holy shit and they were so positive positive. And then they're positive, and and their energy rubbed off on me. Mm. And then when I was able to really allow myself to blossom, then I was then I had all this like I guess good vibes, and I was able to give it back to them. And then from then on, we we're just constantly like helping each other grow, feeding each other. So our circle of friends became this tight knit group where we just continue elevating all of. Like we watch all of us our game evolve like crazy, and but what we had in common is that we came from places that didn't nurture that vibe. Right. It kept you down. Right. You know, but when we found each other, we just kept on pushing each other up. And that's what I mean. Like, you got to find the right group, the right people that will value you. First of all, you got to know your worth, but if you don't, then get away from the people that don't appreciate you. Right, that think you're worthless. Yeah. yeah, because then you'll never get anywhere. With or that think people.
3: they're worthless. If they have a low self opinion of themselves, they're probably yeah. not going to have a high opinion of you. Because yeah. why are you spending your time with them?
1: Right, and at that point, it's like the blind leading the blind. You both feel like that. Yeah, they're not. They, that person has nothing to teach. Like I, I'm, I'm keeping it real. Like that person has nothing to teach you. That person sitting around at home doing nothing all day. Right, but feeling sorry for themselves, <clears throat> and complaining about everything. What are they teaching you? Right. What can, they, what can they teach you? What value can they add to your life if they can't add any to their own? Right. What can they teach you? The only thing they could teach you was like, I don't want to be that guy.
2: Yeah. Right? What not to do. Yeah. What not to do. Like, you ever have a... <laughs> I had a buddy who would call me every fucking couple days with some wild shit that, like, it made him seem like his life was, like, not worth living. hmm and I was like, hey buddy, how about you tell me something good that happened to you? Did you eat today? Was it was the food good?
4: Yeah.
2: Was that not good? What what happened that was great for you today? Right. Can we talk about that for a change? Yeah. Did you have a beer and like, you know, was happy for a second? Like, is everything gloom and doom for you? Right. You fucking loser. Was there sh- any
0: was there <laughs> any point like you you knew like yo this guy is like dragging my mood down?
2: Yeah, I told him. Yeah. It, th- that's one. A point, there was a point in my life where it's like I stopped I stopped uh worrying about how a motherfucker might feel if I'm being real with them. Right? As long as it comes from a good place. I operate from a place of love. Right. So if I said it to you, it's because I said it with love. Right. Now if I'm ever wrong and you call me out, I can also accept, oh, you know what? I was fucked up when I said that shit. You're right. right. But most of the time I do it with love and I don't feel no harm. I don't feel Right. no ways about it right right so the moment a motherfucker i feel like he's bringing me down i just call you out mm-hmm. like hey, what are you doing right now we're having a good time
4: yeah yeah. yeah. let's
2: continue having a good time
4: yeah.
2: right or the, all right one of the biggest things when i was um i, I had a lot of do du- like a lot of uh homies it was like like whenever we were in a group of people and like we're all vibing and uh they were not good at getting girls or some shit like that right mm-hmm. and they will do some shit the reason why they were not good at getting girls is they would self-sabotage every fucking time son they couldn't close <laughs> they couldn't and they will do some shit It's like why did you
3: They're like hey I'm a loser did you know that
2: yeah, like, why would you say that to her she had no idea you were a loser
1: I have a, ti- I have a, ti- I have a tiny little penis yeah, yeah. She
2: why didn't why know did that. you mention that she had no idea that's,
1: that's how I lead Really? Yeah. Hey, uh, I have a very tiny penis. <laughs> By
3: the way, you, should, you shouldn't do that. Although like, you're married, it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> Your penis is useless at this point. <laughs> but uh, I remember uh, my, my my kid's uh, mother, when we first started dating, there was like a something we saw on TV, and it basically said, if a guy says to you, like, off the bat, I have a tiny penis, mm-hmm. nine out of ten times, he really does have a tiny penis. Because <laughs> they said, like, guys with small dicks, they like to talk about... Really? Yeah, it's like something like they have to disclose it, yeah, because they don't want wow. to like surprise you with their pinky finger. Oh, okay, so like okay. so they go if a guy, if a guy is talking about his nine little out of ten times, like ninety percent of the time, yeah. the guy probably you know, has a tiny I've name.
1: actually, I've actually like before my penis was useless, Josh. Right, uh, <laughs> my, I was active. I've I've I've, uh, I've actually I'm, I don't I think you heard it too. Like we when uh, we used to throw parties at our house all the time. like okay. tons of girls that used to come over, mm-hmm. tons. Right. We we're, were the house of. Fr- we we're, were the the house. Okay. Is this is in college. Yeah, college. Yeah, no. Was the, it a fraternity? Yeah, yeah. The what's your fraternity? The house. But um, talk about that. <laughs> 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 but but it wasn't really radical fraternity. It was just because of us. Like we just loved throwing parties. Okay. So we would throw parties that wasn't even like fraternity related. Right. You know, we're just there bonfires, barbecues, nice. liquor. What school music, did you guys go to? Uh, uh, SUNY Buffalo. Okay. Oh, so. Yeah, it's party school, man. We had a well at that time. Cold was, as fuck. Yeah. But beautiful it was cold, cold, during summers. It's yeah. beautiful during summers. You know,
2: SUNY Buffalo was originally constructed to be in Miami. And uh-huh. that's what yeah.
4: How so can it be in Miami? Students, students? It's, it's called Buffalo?
3: The,
2: Buffalo? The, <laughs> no, 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 The campus <laughs> build the, the SUNY so means stupid.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they no, can no, no. speak state state university.
2: university. The fucking um the way it's constructed, uh-huh. those plans were Supposed to be oh, for Miami. So they took the blueprints they took of they, blueprint the building. From that. That's why you guys got crazy wind tunnels and shit like that. Right,
1: right. Oh. Yeah, but why would Miami have crazy wind tunnels? Because... Is they, windy
2: there? No, they I mean, just want... It was it was constructed for like a, a more fucking tropical area.
1: But it wouldn't make sense for it to be... I mean, I'm not an architect but, but it wouldn't make sense because if they had all those underground tunnels that we had in Miami and a hurricane goes there like it's all going to flood out. Right, When mm. right. all that water pushes inland. I could be confusing. Yeah, you need <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we thought, we thought that they built the tunnels because
0: it, it gets so, like, it's so much snow that, you right. know, it will, bar, you know, kind of come down. That out, is why they built it. And then he built it for us to actually, you know, be school won't close. See. School you won't know close because I of I a stay, hurricane. I said I mean, that fact so with school.
2: true belief in my heart and I'm going to stick to it. Okay. We called <laughs> you on it. But back to small penises. Um <laughs> So you're at a party. <laughs> at, you know <laughs> what?
1: It, I... You know, just out of uh whatever. I I actually said that a couple of times and uh they were just like alright. They leaned into it. Mm. They were like, Okay. Oh you got a small oh they were like they, they, they weren't were, like they weren't like uh uh they look because we tried we were just fucking around, I was like, yo, I got a fucking massive hog. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus going like just for the I have a very small deck like <laughs> and it wouldn't be random it would be like when it's appropriate like when the conversation right. would kind of lean into like yeah. that way well just you're saying like, this
3: to your your male friends or to females no, no, at the no,
1: party like there's girls there and i just wanted to i don't i don't care any i say whatever right right So we're just there alive, and we're just talking and then like I guess somehow the girls brought up like penises Mm. and things and dildos and they were having this conversation. So they're like, oh, I bet you got a, you know, a a, a, a Will got a big dick. He's six foot three, this and that. I'm like, no, that shit is really small. It's comically small. (laughs) (laughs) The bill like, you got a size 13, your feet size 13, you got a big dick. I'm like, no. So they, uh I would just go against the grain every single oh, they like oh you now, know, you're small you you're just like you're Asian, you gotta really see, I bet it's kinda um you know and that's when I go, no, I got a fucking massive oh, so go like, opposite way it's gonna world. hurt like <laughs> <laughs> like I would say crazy shit like that, um, and it works both ways. It's like when you go opposite for some reason, it works, mm-hmm. now they say, I bet you got a big dick, and you go, yeah, I do. Then for some reason, it's like ill. It's like a turnoff. Right. I, you can see them. They're like, oh, what the fuck? Like
2: I never
1: deny it. Versus, versus if they say you got a, you know, you got a little dick, and you go, no, I got a, I got a big dick. <laughs> it just about, sounds. It doesn't sound yeah, right. It, it just. <laughs> it's about how you, you know, give feedback, whether it's right. true or not. I think it's 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 like the delivery. You're you guys are comics, mm. right? You you could, you could say a joke. And it can be hilarious. I can say the same joke, and it may I not be funny at all. Right.
2: Like I can write the same joke. I can write a joke that always kills.
1: It's right.
2: Like how do you reading? Like I don't know how it works.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. you got to teach us
3: how to tell women our penises are
1: small. It depends. You got to feel it. You got to feel the energy of the room. <laughs> yeah. oh. Do they want f- a not, small not, penis not, or not did penis. they
0: want a big penis? <laughs> I don't know. What, what do they want? You
1: got to feel it. Right, hold on. I actually spoke to a few girls, and they said that they have their run-ins with like massive penises. Uh, Kevin has a massive penis. All right. So so they would say, like, their reaction is, what am I supposed to do with that? Right. Like, they're not even... Like, I just, I just, the rumor that girls want big dicks, like, they always tell me, like, that's not true. Well, but you if-
3: know what they make if you have, like, too long of a dick? They make uh, a bumper. So, like, it takes away three or four inches of your penis. So, like, you put it over your what? dick. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, like, let's say you have a really long dick. You put this bumper on it. So, like... Instead of going all the way in There's a, a buffer Of a f- couple of inches three. Four, this is there. a safety You could put on your yeah, dick Yeah no? Yeah what? yeah. <laughs> what? yeah, Holy yeah. Shit. It's a bumper is that is that a need, I need Are you one? sure it's not a sex toy? No or It's, it's, like it's a... there for The exact uh, scenario You're talking about for, where safety. It's for a girl Who can't handle That long of a penis
1: Holy shit Yeah Is that, that for real? real? It's 100% for real. What's it called? I have no it's idea It's called a bumper for the dick?
3: It's it's basically like uh, it's, a, it's a bumper You slide it over your penis And it adds a A bumper of about you know three four inches, so that if you have a really long dick, it just it's not unenjoyable for her.
1: Okay, jeez. So you learned something. That's that's the new sponsor for the Lucky Boys. All right, Kevin, you had something you want to share. We all seen crazy
2: people send us some wild shit, and like they're very aggressive about how much they either like us or hate us. You know, and uh, we've all dealt with those kind of people. But what I'm saying is we're all three, like, artists especially are, like, three, four steps away from being as crazy as that person sending that DM,
4: mm.
2: right? All artists are like, okay, I'm going to channel my insanity and make it a movie, right? All the things that I want to tell someone, I'm going to put it into an art project. These individuals, just for some reason, never picked up a pen. They
4: don't, they don't have, have an they outlet. Have outlet yeah. They
2: don't have an outlet. So they, like, fucking, they're forced their fucking crazy energy on you. Right, like in quarantine, what I notice is sometimes I have this manic energy that I usually can get rid of going on stage, yeah. right. And then what happens is my buddy will Facetime me randomly, and I'm like fucking speaking at a million miles a second because I have all this pent up energy. Yeah. And then I've noticed that vice versa, where like a buddy would hit me up and or or she would hit me up and she's like talking a million miles a second. And it's like. Holy shit this is very manic energy, and it's, sometimes it's hard to fucking to fucking even stop them you know, but we all a little we all have that potential to be that crazy person we're a
0: little crazy they yeah. are all, all artists are someone crazy because we have to be creative like we have to have that crazy energy to be creative Yo. you know to tell right. our story is just like yeah you know i I, I think like being in front of people, like being as a comedian, being in front of stage and people to critique you, you have to be some some sort of crazy.
2: A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. There's a little bit of a, I don't want to say narcissism. I think that's the wrong word. There's a, you, you, you're an attention seeker. If you're on stage and you want to be the only person talking, yeah, you're an
1: attention seeker, buddy. If you look at it like that, um, I look at it as another way. I think I think artists, creators, I think they have an itch. And it's to scratch that itch. Now if it if it's because of uh, they wanna be the center of attention, then fine, that's an itch, more power to you. Yeah. But if it's just a creative outlet that you need, uh, you wanna tell a story, right? You wanna share something that you have personal to you, right. Or you wanna share your pain, but in your sense you wanna twist it to something that's comedy, then then it's it's I think it's something that the world needs and I think that's dope. Yeah. I think when it comes from a place like that that's so honest and you got a genius that's able to uh, spin that craziness into something else, right? Translate it to the world and go, oh shit, and help them understand through a d- uh, different set of lens that they may not have, through yeah. your lens. Then that's where the genius is in the creator, right. right? It's to be able to tell that story, whether as a comedian, an actor, a writer, whatever, right. uh filmmaker. If you're able to do that in in a in a really a strong way where people are impacted and go damn man i felt that
3: i think you know the the first step if you want to be an artist is you got to have balls you got to have guts cuz yeah. there's tons of people who are like i can sing i sing in the shower and they might even have a beautiful voice or they go i can draw i'm actually a really good you know artist but they won't pursue that cuz you know it takes a certain level of insanity to go you know what i'm so fucking good and it's worth yeah. everybody's time to pay attention to what i can do and to do that, yeah, you got to be a little bit fucking nuts.
1: That and people talking shit about your, your work.
3: Uh, yeah, you have to be because willing. Because
1: that is, very, this is something that's very important to you. Right. You work so hard on it. Right. Right. Whether it's a movie, it's a script, it's a whatever. It's a performance and everyone's critiquing it and they're shitting on it. And mm. they're like, damn, they didn't love it? Fuck. Yeah. fuck cuz at the end of the day you do want people to, you want people to like your it. work yeah. you want them to like it yeah
3: i, I think that's 100% true cuz that always feels amazing but there's also you know a, a portion of the artist that's a masochist that wants to fail and wants to hear how terrible because yeah, part of him is like it. you know what I really suck I shouldn't be doing this <laughs> I need it's somebody like back you know, is you know, I need someone I need to go and do this in front of people so they can let me know that I'm not supposed to be doing this you know like part right. of that
1: and that's also when, when you kick into that next level when you love up and you go you know what I don't give a fuck right you know I'm at that point where I just don't give a fuck fuck it yeah. I'm, it's, I need this freedom to do what I want and without giving a fuck about this this and that controlling how I want to do this right.
3: well it took me you know it took me 30 something years to start doing stand up comedy even though it's what I wanted to do since I was a little kid because you know I you know my I, my ego couldn't handle the rejection you know it couldn't handle
1: Did you want to do comedy more than acting?
3: That's all I ever wanted to do. Comedy. Comedy. That's what I wanted to. Do. I mean I wanted to you know be an actor I wanted to be a comedic actor. So you know I you know I did everything but for many years, you know. I did improv comedy and I did sketches and off Broadway stuff. But you know what I really wanted to do was get on stage and tell jokes. But it wasn't until you know I had a year, uh, like I think a year, right after I met you guys, mm-hmm. that my whole fucking life fell apart. You know, I split with my ex, right. my friend died, my dad died, my grandmother died, my cat died. I, I lost God my there. business. Like it was just like the perfect storm. In, a, in, like, a 14-month, 15-month period that, like, completely eliminated my ego, destroyed every aspect of normality. Did the comedy
1: save you? Did well, the you thing was, like I was
3: like, you know what? Now that I got nothing fucking left to lose, like, I have no ego left. I'm a fucking loser. I've lost everything. There's nothing left to lose. Then I can go pursue my shit now. Mm. And it's, you know, and the, and the biggest fear... For somebody doing comedy is you know rejection. It's bombing on stage. That's the first fear.
1: And I wanted to ask you that. What was that first moment on for you guys on stage? Because I think for I think I can speak for the both of us when I've never did stand-up comedy, but if we were to stand up on stage, holy shit, like you want to talk butterflies in the stomach? Yeah. I think and I don't get nervous in front of a crowd, but if I knew that I had to make everyone laugh right and like me, that might make me very nervous. I don't know. I've never been in that. But what was your first moment like?
3: Well, I can tell you that like, when I first started doing stand-up, I just, I just entered my third year doing stand-up, like a month or two ago. And when I very first started, I had like beginner's luck. You know, like I did a show, I was pretty much better than everybody else. You know, I'm a naturally funny guy, but it's a learning curve to be good. But, I, you know, I still had that fear, and I went out – Hit a couple mics, and I think it was like my second or third open mic that I went to, and I got on stage. It was at a Laughing Buddha in the city, which is a hard fucking room because it's fi- it was filled at the time with like spe- comics who took themselves too seriously. Okay, and that's a good way to describe that's it, a good right? Way to it. And uh I'm up there, and I start. I did a joke that had killed the last you know four or five times. I did nothing, just bombing. And then, and honestly, in that room, I probably would bomb now because it's just not a a room you're gonna get a good reaction most mm-hmm. of the time and i remember i was like in slow motion i'm like this this was the fear that i was fearing and i was like this ain't shit really yeah <laughs> it's not like, that bad i was like these people are idiots they don't know what funny is I was
1: like, <laughs> and we're back uh we had a little battery issue because uh, mm. it's, it's different we're not in studio mm. we're at uh josh's Crypto. So low-end Spanish. gigolo studio
2: The so we l-e-g studios <laughs> yes. right now
1: And um, But while we were getting those batteries together on Norm, uh, we were talking about working for people Mm. and how crazy some people can be and uh, how people can abuse their powers and needing a sense of purpose but is actually doing the opposite on on everybody else that works for that person. For example, uh, when I was working at a clothing store, they would... You know, or, or I would see other people as well. We would pretend we were unfold clothes on purpose to make it look like we're busy, and and we weren't allowed to look like we were having fun. We weren't allowed to <laughs> talk to each other. If we did, and something was funny, we always had to go. <laughs>
4: like what because, a business model is because
1: this? if they saw us laughing, and it was it's not like we were being rude ignoring customers that came in, right? Right? Uh We were just on the floor talking right. and then when a customer comes we put on game face straight on we're serving you know we're doing our job and uh, but even if there's no one in the store we would talk and then uh, we laughed the manager called me up to her office and was like Will.
3: well I saw you smiling on the camera
1: pretty much and like we, we don't want you you know we want you to you know there's a lot of things to do I was like what do you mean I folded everything if it's all because there's no one in the store and they were like yeah well, you know just try to you know just we need you to
3: don't, in, your, don't enjoy your, your job, please. If you
1: understand what I'm saying. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Oh, I'm getting paid $7.25 an hour at you, that time. You said this was a high-end
3: clothing store. Yeah, it was a so high-end store. So how much was like a, a shirt? Like oh, a button-down shirt.
1: And this was back in the day, right? This was 20 years ago. Uh, so this was back in the day. So it was a high-end shirt would be like $70, $80. Wow. And that's even expensive in today's in, yeah. t- in today's yeah. world, it's like a hundred something. Wow. Yeah. So it was. So you were worth weird.
3: like a sleeve. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not even. Not even a sleeve. A few threads. A cuff. You have a, few few a cuff. Yeah. Wow. A seventh. Pretty it was much. a
3: seventh of a shirt. Pretty much.
1: <laughs> you know, How but, do you judge a man? But keep by in his mind, name? at sixteen, right? At sixteen, yeah, sixteen. That was a lot of money for me. Yeah. Right. It was a lot. You know. Yeah.
3: No. Money. I was. I was making. When I was fifteen, I think, or fourteen or fifteen, I was making minimum wage. Yeah. Selling electronics. Yeah. Yeah, And that's a lot of money, man. Yeah. Well, you know, when you're not paying rent and you're Exactly. And, yeah. You know,
1: you could use that. You go, oh, man, you get to buy the games, the right. food. I mean, most of that went to like, you know, potato chips and right. hanging out with my friends, pizza, mm. jeans, whatever, like stuff like that.
2: What I can't believe is when there's no lives on the line, mm-hmm. how anyone takes any job seriously.
1: Mhm. I can't. You know, it, I can't not, believe it. You're exactly right. Some people treat that shit like it's, life it's and like, death. yeah, life and death or rocket science. It's like, look, the way I see it, this, you, if you got to do A, B, and C, you get A, B, and C done. And let's say you get it done by noon. It's not our fault that you're so good at your damn job right. that you got everything done in the morning. Take the rest of the afternoon off. Huh? If I'm, if you're working for me, like I'm not gonna. You did everything you're supposed to do. I, right. This is all I need. Good. If if you want to do more ahead of time, then that's up to you. But I want you happy while you're working with me. Of course. You that's know what answer. I mean? Uh, and, and not working for me. I want you, because I want to feel with like me. even even if I have a higher title than you, I don't want you to start thinking of me like I'm your boss. You know, I want, you, I want it to be a partnership Team because work. I want you to have as much skin in the game as I do. I want you to understand that this is very important to me and that uh, it's important to me that that you're part of this company too. So that means that you're important. You're a piece of the company as well. So I treat you just as important as, and if this is just as important to you, then I'm going to teach you like a tremendous asset. Mm. You know, you're very valuable to me. So I'm going to treat people you good. Value people work harder. If they feel value, they're going to be like, you know what? I can't let this guy fucking
2: down. Right. This guy, he likes me. I, I When I do right by him, he takes care of me. I'm going to work as hard as I can. That's just, no, It's just the way see, it
3: is. A, that's a work model that's... They started to implement in the last 10 years, you know, with companies like YouTube and Google building these ridiculous offices. Because they're smart. You know, with, with, Cause exactly, they're smart. YouTube, because they're Exactly, because happy employees smart. are gonna be more productive they're on the most more part. More
1: productive. They stay. How much does, does it cost when you lose an employee and right. having to retrain someone right. else? And what if you had really good talent on a team and you can't retain that talent and it goes to a competitor? Because they most likely will. You mm. will most likely lose that talent right. to someone that's in the same industry. Because that's that's the only job they could get or uh the fastest, you yeah. know, where they don't have to prove that, oh, I could learn this really fast versus saying, I've been doing this for the past five to ten years. And I know because I speak the language, so I could hit the ground floor running. You don't have to train me that much. And yeah. I already have a book of business. I got a bunch of clients I'm ready to call. I'm ready to poach them. Yeah. You know, so I think I think it's very important to to really give your employees that space. Hey, look, if someone's killing it, man, let them kill it. Let them give them their space to do their thing. I always say that shit, man. Like we you don't need to go crazy just to feel like you have a purpose or whatever toxic behavior in your in whatever toxic <laughs> behavior to what <in> York. <laughs> whatever toxic behavior you have in your mind, you know, or where you're going, this person's not carrying their weight. Have you ever had uh, employees directly underneath you? Uh, yes. Uh, tell us I about it. Did. So, all right, there's a there's a fine line between people who are lazy and people who actually get shit done and then you leave them alone. There's a fine line. So, you know, I mean, we touched on this a bit before the podcast and we were talking about, look, if someone's lazy, inconsistent, and they're just not working up to par, nothing's getting done, then yeah, you could press them, you know, or you could let them go, you know, but I would prefer to work with them and go okay. You know what? I don't want to press them, and I don't want to let them go. I want to work with them, so I work hand in hand with them. And I was like, you know what? Let's try to figure this out. You know, and sometimes it works, but most of the time, when I see that, it works for like maybe a week or two, mm. and then they'll fade out. Like if you don't need, stay on top of them, you have to constantly push them, but it, you're trying to do it in a non toxic way, right? So you're trying to, and it works for like a week or two, and then they always go back. To that person. Now that's when I came to the realization: if if it, if if it's not pulling you there, then I can't always push you. I'm gonna need you to put a cover letter on your TPS report. Yeah. <laughs> so make sure that TPS report. Looks but bright. also keep in mind: like if we're not trying to do something groundbreaking, like if it's like you know what I mean, if it's just a basic job, and I know it's just a get by job. And now, let's say I was a, a a manager for, and I'm overseeing KFC. a KFC. Yeah, I'm not gonna be that hard on people. I'm not gonna I mean, just get your guys just do what you guys got to do and let, you know let's stay out stay out of trouble let's do what we were hired to do and just get out of here guys and we'll have some good times you know and but when when you have a team like let's say you're filmmaking right and you're making a film and then you're giving this person who's supposed to do um i don't know pick something from editing or sound right right and or or, or, or scoring yeah. whatever it is right whatever they do in post or coloring and and that person just sits on it for a month and you go hey uh, what's, you know, what's going on? You left them alone. They're big boys, big girls. You're leaving them alone. You go, hey, what's up? And they're like, oh, yeah, I really haven't gotten around much to it. Or when you sit down, then they start editing in front of you. Like, wait, wait, what? You couldn't wait. to th- You couldn't start doing this before. You're, spoke, you're doing man. this now on my time? Right. Like, wait, time out, man. What's going on here? you feel disrespected, man. You yeah. feel slapped in the face. Like, yo, I trusted you. Mm. You know, like we're supposed to you told me this project was important to you as well. And that we're going to, so that's when I'm just like, all right, we're going to have to rethink some of, we're going to have to rethink some of this stuff. And, uh, you know, there's a fine line between, uh, being lazy and just, and, and pushing someone overdoing it, who, who is completely talented mm. and, and, and has a strong worth, ethic, work ethic, good ambition. And they just know how to get shit done. Right. Versus someone who's a complete, like disregard, reject, doesn't do shit right there's a a fine line there's a fine distinction distinction between the two
3: the only time that i've had people working underneath me you know in my past life you know 15 years ago i was a stockbroker i told you that Mm -hmm. and for a short time i had a a built a team underneath us you know broker trainees Mm -hmm. and i completely sabotaged it because i would give them incentives of weed (laughs) i would give them i would give them marijuana whenever they would do something good and then they would all get stoned and then they would be completely unproductive and then they were, would have and, the opposite you know, effect like, well at, at first they were like oh i want to i want to get that blunt before lunch yeah yeah and it worked and then they'd get stoned and then they would do nothing maybe so, the
0: weed was the wrong drug to give yeah I, it,
3: <laughs> it, sh- it should have been an upper it probably should have been an upper, an upper. Right? Yeah. Been, yeah. yeah
2: you know that, what you should have meth would have been a great
3: <laughs> equalizer hindsight is 2020 yeah <laughs> I know. I'll know for my next life. I'll do that.
0: I mean, isn't that like the drug of choice in the in the trading floor? Isn't that That's, not it's cocaine? Yeah. Is it, is I mean, it's, it's just a powder. Uh, listen,
3: I, we were kids, so like we were. The I was. Smell. You know, yeah. I was. Uh, I was. I'm talking about like when I'm like 22 years old, and the kids who are working for me were probably like 20, 19. Mm-hmm. You know, like we were. We weren't like the kind of you know broker guys you see going out. Boiler
0: room, that type.
3: But Kind of yeah. yeah Boiler room-ish But it wasn't We weren't on that level Where you see like You know Going out And you know Sniffing coke all night And banging yeah. You know We were still Kind of kids You know We wanted to get to that level Yep We could only afford weed At that point yeah. We couldn't afford coke. You know coke
1: what yet. I actually know a few people When they smoke weed They're perfectly functional Yeah Like, like they're Like hyper productive still Yeah
3: no I'm, I'm functional when I'm stoned Yeah Yeah You're one of those yeah, You I guys can, are yeah.
1: Like I I I met so many people, and I'm just like I find it mind-boggling that they can still function. Because when, when I when I did it, I'm just, I don't want to do anything. Right. I, I get super like relaxed, laid back. Well, I, I can't. Just wanna, I just want to chill and laugh. Uh, Kevin won't and get I,
3: high before he gets on stage. Usually, like he won't smoke. Oh, I, I, I
2: try not to. Uh,
3: I do it occasionally But right. it, it's 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 self-sabotaging also Like you can't yeah. You can't Like you'd think Like oh I'm gonna be really funny now Cause I'm stoned Right <clears throat> The only way I made it work is when I just acknowledged it. Like, I, when I, I once got really stoned and then the show started. You remember when your uncle's friend came, Smokey, and he lit me up on some joint from, like, 1978? <laughs> and I started fucking... And I, I, I'm, I smoke weed. Yeah. But now I, I'm, like, fucking hallucinating because this shit was, like, too strong. You know? You had that old school, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. fermenting in the closet somewhere, you know? And uh, I fucking... I got too stoned. The show started. I was like, shit, I'm high as fuck. Fuck! Damn. And I got on stage, and you know what I did? I couldn't do any of my set because I couldn't even remember my jokes. I couldn't find them in my head. I just talked about this guy Smokey for the next five minutes and how he got me too stoned to do comedy, <laughs> and it killed. It was funny when you acknowledge the uh, yeah. when you acknowledge the bomb that's happening. It's
2: usually sometimes sometimes it's funny. Sometimes you, sometimes you'll get a guy that's bombing, and like, he acknowledges it and, too much. Like, you know, well, he, not only does he acknowledge it too much, but he's like. Yeah, you guys don't know what you're talking about. But, like, he does it in a way that's not funny. Mm. And it's like, oh, now we all have to either address this or ignore it as if it never happened.
1: Yeah, is that weird following up someone after they do a set like that? And they bomb? Yeah. Oh, no, that's fantastic. (laughs) There's nothing better (laughs) than that. You know what? Yeah, that's like... But it depends. It depends. There's no... that's That's like a cheerleader hanging out with, like, a fat, ugly... Like chicken, high school, whatever. Like right. you know, and it makes her look. Well, what was this girl told me? She said she would hang out with fat girls because it made her look, look skinny. better.
3: See, I, yeah. that's you know, it's. I prefer. I like it. I like when someone bombs before because it's it's like it seems like a good opportunity because you can make fun of them and make fun of yourself. Um, but that backfires sometimes because they've already killed the room, you know. And people like you know, people if they're not in the mood to that's laugh, that's what I was thinking. That, I would yeah, figure like it happens.
1: It, like instead of getting the crowd warmed up. Yeah. They did the exact opposite. They made them like super analytical. And and when you're going to a comedy show, you can't go there with, you know, analytical mind. Right. You got to go know, there ready to, to fucking. Go there yeah. There's
2: a, there's a story. I got a story. When I was in D.C., I went there. My buddies, uh, I always put them on shows in New York. Mm. Right? It's a good story. Uh, and he goes, he's co-producing with someone I've never met before. I go there. There's 90 people in the audience. For a guy who's not a headliner or anything like that that's amazing there's no headliners on the show the fact that there's 90 people who paid to be there was amazing to me yeah we in the the comics had their own vip area it was one of the dopest shows i was ever a part of until the one of the co-producers went on stage what happened he goes on stage he does this weird joke at first i'm thinking this guy's gonna be amazing he goes marco and 90 people scream Polo. Okay. Right? I'm like, that was cool. He does it again. He does it four more times. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, either this is going to murder or this is going to be the best bomb of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he goes, he goes, at, uh, at, the, at the fifth time, three people said Polo. Mm-hmm. And he goes, those are the three people I'm going to murder later. What? Right. No one laughs. What the hell? Right? He he goes, okay, you guys don't want to laugh at that. He does another joke. No one laughs again. Because they're still talking. Everybody's sort of just conversing about, this guy just go Marco Polo five times? <laughs> and then threaten our lives? No, 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 no. Hold on. So then he does a joke. It bombs. He goes, you motherfuckers don't know what's fucking funny. I will fuck you up. You guys want to meet me outside?
1: Oh, Was he serious? Shit. Not only, he, he had to be coked up dead serious he i don't know to if he be was poked though. up you can't be in a normal state of mind now
2: i'm yeah. thinking is is this an act i'm looking around all the other comics are like this they like how their, their they're like and i'm like is this his, <laughs> is this, his, <laughs> this his act what? by the way <laughs> seven more comics left he's not the last comic and i i still have to go oh, up oh it's
3: early in the
1: show
2: early in the show
1: there's seven comics left left, left. like, oh. like oh.
3: there's there's seven more people up
1: oh after seven him. left yes. Yes. okay
2: okay and i'm looking i'm like the crowd he Finally gets off stage.
3: But tell him what you. He was talking shit about the guy the whole time. Uh, I was talking shit like, about you. He was like, yo, this is awful. What, is this guy retarded? Meanwhile, he was saying all this in, in front, front of the of guy's girlfriend, girlfriend who was standing right next to
4: him. And she
2: was like, I should have known something because she was like, she was like, he's just working on material right now. So it's, like, it's a show, bitch. And, and I'm like, hey, yeah, sure. But like, also, don't threaten the crowd. Yeah. How about that? Right? So a, another comic goes up after. Two comics before I go up. None of them mentioned anything that just happened. He started, he was doing push-ups on stage. He was doing
1: burpees. Like, I've never intense. seen
2: anything like this before, right?
1: No one addresses it. He, he's got a good girlfriend. Damn, most girls would leave. Yo, this girl must have been
2: on something. So, no one addresses it. And I'm like, I gotta talk. No one, no one in the crowd is paying attention. They're talking to people's sets. And like, Yo, they're still, no one's paying attention at this point. I go up there the comic before me was pretty good so she was able to like uh, focus it back on stand-up and i go up there but they were still rowdy and I just addressed what happened. I was like, I don't know what I said. I can't even fucking tell you. I said something like, uh, Yo, imagine if I just start working out right now on stage
4: <laughs>
2: and I started doing pushups." and shit. Did
3: you say shit. Marco? You should
2: have said Marco. <laughs> Yo, no, killed it. And uh, they went nuts, by the way. They went nuts because all they wanted was someone to address what just happened? Yeah, you gotta address it, man. So they go nuts. I do my set, they're laughing, and then I forgot a joke. So what I do, I went right back to the well, and I started like, all right, man, stop for these push-ups. And they start dying again. I I, I close my bid out, I leave, not even a step off the stage. Uh-huh. Again, he's a co-producer.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Beeline towards me. Ooh. And he's like. Like, I'm talking about I got off stage, everyone can see us. Uh-huh. He's like, You're gonna make fun of another comic on stage? <laughs> was he in the fucking WWE? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. This is comic man Randy Sack. Yo, dog, I was. <laughs> and what did you what was your reply? So I'm like, hey buddy. What did you expect me to do? Right? And he's like, you don't fucking do that. You don't fucking do that but now. Wait, of- is that a cardinal sin?
1: No. No? no. Fuck N- that Not shit. if you bomb that hard. Okay. So con- so no, no one's like, safe. Like listen, a con- if someone has
3: a, a decent you know set on stage, you're not going to bash it. But if the guy goes up there and there's a real big awkward fucking occurrence, yeah, you're going to fucking you talk gotta
2: about it. You got to mention it. Right? And it's it's, cold, it's like bro cold. Like you, you knew that was going to happen.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like you kind of had it coming.
2: You had it coming. So and I was even surprised the other comics didn't do it, but now I know why they didn't do it.
3: Because right? they're doing his show, and they don't want to get kicked
2: out. They don't want to get kicked out, but I don't give a fuck. Also, by the way, he doesn't know this. I have a crazy mixed martial artist brother looking at the situation, and seven of my old army buddies in the crowd. Uh-huh. were they there? Yeah, they were oh, there. That's great. a few of them were there. Uh-huh. his brother could have fought everybody.
3: By but the way, by wait, but, <laughs> but
1: was he was he trying to fight you, the guy?
3: Well, he was, I was getting like, in his face he was well, getting in my face this was on
1: stage so everyone's seeing this no no no,
2: no. I finished, he let me finish my set yeah. I did, I'm talking about a step off stage
3: Okay, and he so came on. up it to, so people could see this happening people could
2: see it happening the, the host is like looking at it. she doesn't know
1: what to do I would've moonwalked back into the stage <laughs> <laughs> and we're like Marco yeah and I would've roasted him even more fuck I that have, I would've like yo come out here come out here I got something I, got something. You know, I should've I should've done
2: I was like do you want to go outside
1: you want to I, I... I would have just rose to... I would have like yo as a matter of fact yo here I think there's some more jokes that yeah, yeah, yo. <laughs> I think you still owe a crowd a sack <laughs> is, is, is he still producing that show
2: he uh, so my buddy um, he goes upstairs to complain to the other co-producers my buddy Alex. very funny yes Alex Starr he very funny comedian hilarious he, he goes to him he goes uh, he goes you believe your buddy here was talking shit about another comic on stage like speaking in third person, like if I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he, and my buddy Alex was like, "Well, nigga, sometimes you gotta come." You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but uh, my buddy since has been like trying to hit me up and like, "Yo, can you apologize to him? I want to put you on more shows." And I refuse to apologize. I'm not gonna apologize to a guy who one, I don't believe him. Two, he was wrong. You were wrong. You know you were wrong. You threatened ninety people. Yeah, with seven other. Like, what were to you go. supposed to
1: do? You were
2: following up, right? Yeah. Well, it was two comics. Yeah. But no one was paying, ten- paying attention to those comics. Yeah, right? you're not. You even... wanted to win the, co- you wanted I to win wanted... the crowd. Buddy, I'm not right? here. I'm not here to suck your dick. I'm here to yeah, make people laugh. You know, no, out. you, you
1: got to do, you, you got to, yeah. You probably you probably won them, you
0: know, the crowd back and have them come back for later shows. The
2: rest of the comics, by the way, yeah. did well after that.
1: Yeah. 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 Right? So you warmed up the crowd, essentially.
2: Yo, so, I mean, listen,
1: I'm not going to toot my own horn for like the.
2: Come on, bro. What are you doing? Like,
1: man. yeah, you you bruise his ego. You
0: probably like, I'm the co-producer. Bullshit like that. So, do you know? you, do you
1: guys get like the itch to go go out on the road? And of course, yeah, we're about to do it right now. Yeah. We're about to do it in a month. So, are you guys like like literally going on the road? Is that the well, plan right no, We're going.
3: Right now? No, we're gonna land in another city. Is what we're gonna do. You okay. mean like tour? You yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean if if that's it wasn't a, quarantine that's the dream, though, yeah, the you, dream is to go on tour. Yeah, that'd be the awesomest. You know, go from city to city. Do so you guys get like
1: girls? You guys ever get like girls after the show or stuff like that? Yeah, I hear I hear Nerdies. shows like sometimes oh, it's like they got like groupies. You know what? Comics on most comics are nerds because girls love funny guys. That's the thing. They man. love funny guys.
3: I yeah I I I've met girlfriends this is, after. Listen, this is, this is it. Yeah. You gonna yeah,
1: tell either. me some stories? I want to hear this. <laughs> this is the part everybody wanted was waiting for.
2: Yo, you,
3: you have a good one.
2: You have a good one off the top of your
3: head. I, I, I'm I'm dating women. I don't I don't.
2: <laughs> I don't want to ruin. I don't, it for
3: like, I don't so. kiss and I don't, tell. I don't kiss right. and tell. Right. Um,
1: so so all right. So let, uh, so let me. I'll guess. I'll put some situations out there. So after the shows, they they come out to you guys if you did well. Comics, yeah. If you did well. Yeah. And it is it like usually a layup? It, you're definitely. It's a lot. It's it's.
3: It's like Cosby gave him a Quaalude. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Okay. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Um, yeah, no, and I mean, listen. I painted the picture. Already, it makes sense.
2: Like, uh, they know... There's like a... They know you're funny. Mm. They know that you can... Control a room. Control you know, there's room. like your your fearless. I was just talking to a you girl. Know. I was talking to a girl last night. She goes... Um, uh, I invited her to a show and I never invite girls who like I meet outside of a show to a show because you just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Everything's out of your control. But I murdered that night and she goes, I had to tell you that was the sexiest thing ever. Like I knew right then and there I was going to fuck you. Like before you got on, because he, he goes, you went there with so much confidence and you controlled the room.
4: Yeah.
2: I've never seen anyone just randomly control 30 people they didn't know. Yeah.
3: yeah. It's like demonstrating a superpower. Right, like look what I look what I'm capable yeah. of doing.
2: But you also meet complete psychopaths. Yeah,
1: when yeah. You, oh, you mean, like on the other end. You or are they all more, for the most part pretty like crazy? If
2: you meet a girl at a comedy show, uh,
1: if there's particularly is, is there usually like a certain type, if
4: there's
3: of a girl, girl who's like just into comics, she's uh-huh. probably going to be a little fucking nuts. Why is that? Because they want to live vicariously through you. So like they kind of want to do that themselves uh-huh. almost, so they can. They can feel like they're part of it
2: by being with you. Also, I think a part of them wants to be like a part of the joke. Yeah, you know
1: they be. want to be the story. You're
3: not going to write right. jokes about me when this is over, right? Really?
1: I would imagine that they would hate it. Like, like if, if like if I'm dating a girl, right? And and we're hanging on. She goes, yeah, well, come come to my show afterwards. Um, come to my show tonight, whatever. I'm right. like, yeah, hell yeah, bitch, let's go. <laughs> right? So if I'm at the show and she starts talking, I'm like. So, um, I'm like dating this Asian guy yeah, 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 and like, it's kind of tall. That's cool. But, uh, I got to tell you, his, you know, <laughs> it's like something else that's not that tall. I'll be like, bitch. Like, yeah, you know the I mean? Like, oh, she goes, you know, cause I say they're going to, she's going to hit, you know, those, even if it's right. not true, she's going to hit. Well,
2: comics have the crazy ability. Sometimes.
1: I would not want to be, I'll put it this way. I would not, if I'm dating a comic, I don't want to be in any of her jokes, yeah. but I know it's inevitable. Com- comedians have a good way of break a shattering a thought you had about yourself
4: mm-hmm.
2: that you never thought that's before. true that's very true right so like uh like he's ruined my life with some of the things he's noticed about me
4: yeah.
2: right like he would be like uh uh literally 3 months into meeting him and we became buddies he goes hey Kev, can you do me a favor can you stop trying to get adopted by everybody kevin was
3: adopted when he was a kid yeah. so b- okay. before he got officially adopted you know, he was the oldest of his brothers. He was the oldest of his brothers, so he had to mm-hmm. he had to win a family over and convince them to adopt him. How old were you?
2: I was three, but by the time I got adopted, I was seven.
3: Okay, so oh shit, it took him yeah. four years, but he but he perfected it. He learned how to win people over and get them to adopt him. Yeah, but I noticed it when I was with you know we became friends. People love Kevin. Like he makes a yeah. lot of friends. He's like Kevin's interested in other people. Right. Like that's where I'm not. Like I don't want to talk to everybody. Right. Kevin will fucking talk to like anything and like find it intriguing. <laughs> yeah. I, I like walk over and I'll see Kevin talking to guy. I'm like, are you fucking talking to a guy <laughs> about painting a fucking hospital? I'm like, what? If, what? I was like, Can we go. This is horrible. This guy's the most boring person in the world. But Kevin, I I, I came to notice that he's always trying to win the adoration. Of people, so I was like, "Dude, man, you don't need to win everybody to
1: adopt you."
2: Yeah, you know, well, he told me that and it ruined my life because I realized that, like, I would get into conversations with people. I'm like, "Yeah, this guy's not that interesting
1: now." Did that ruin or did it help?
2: It helped. It helped, but <laughs> now I'm really conscious of it.
1: Uh, you know? Where it's where it could be like kind of making you like analyze too much.
2: Analyze a little too, but also it really does
1: help me. Because now I'm not an... He's like a friend slash psychiatrist. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, in a way. Slash enemy.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, Kevin's staying with me now temporarily. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, when he first... Temporarily? It's a long-time thing. Well, you know, coronavirus. Now he's stuck here. (laughs) But you know when he, when he first moved in, for like the first few weeks, you know, like he was constantly extra good. It was wonderful. He was really clean. We were great. Oh, sounds like someone I know. He <laughs> was a great like roommate. But, and, and to my fuck up, I was, I was like, Kevin, relax, dude. I'm not going to fucking return you to the adoption oh, agency, yeah, so You and gonna,
1: me are like this. That's my relationship I'm with him. I'm
3: not going to send you back, bro. I promise. And now I kind of want to send him back. So.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me
1: tell you about this guy same but thing. this is
3: college this
0: is
1: college it's not it's yeah it was college when we were living together well he didn't have a place and he needed a place to stay right. for the for the summer so um he so I was like, all right fine uh you can stay at our place so um he stayed at the place and he was super respectful he was like you know ah uh, yeah i help cook i help clean i'll do all this left right this that and then I was like, cool, man. I was like, yo, he's actually not bad. I thought he was going to be a slob and right. disgusting. And I was like, all right, cool, man. And then all of a sudden when we had the tour, we were all hanging out. We got real comfortable with one other, another. We're like, dude, yeah, it's all good. Don't worry. This guy leaving all the lights on in every room, no matter what time it is. Blankets everywhere. Shoes everywhere. You could tell which room he's been in last because all the lights and his clothes. like Like It's weird because you have a blanket here, a jacket here, a T-shirt here, a shoe here. i like... Bro, what do you, like, is he, like, how how does a, a piece of clothes, like, in every other room? So, I'm taking
0: it, Gr- Granted, it was, I was a messy person, but I didn't have my own room. I had a little couch. But so. I'm taking
3: it what happened was, before you met, no, well, you well, you came well. from a house where someone was cleaning up after you. <laughs> yes. Is that what happened?
4: Yeah, I guess, Absolutely. yeah. I, that's Absolutely. the thing. Like, someone I never asked, noticed that.
3: I right.
1: noticed it right. I mean, until then. Look well, no, at that mess is right. gone. <laughs> Walked out of the room. <laughs> like it's all gone. So wow. magic. The lights went off. Curry. It's awesome. Yeah, I was doing this. So, uh, so yeah, this was when he when he was super. So we were like, you know, what? yeah, it's cool. So you know what? The next next uh after summer's over when fall hit, we were like, yeah, let's get a big house together. Right. So we we got a big place. He moved in with us, and uh, and that's when it, the shit show really went Cause now he's oh. paying rent. Equal power. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's when the real shit show started. I was just like, literally, he would just <laughs> shit. All- <laughs> <laughs>
4: Like, and
0: like, I wanted to I pay for this bitch. Like I didn't even be clean up to China China myself. No, that stuff,
1: stuff I can't go into detail about, <laughs> but uh, on camera. But holy shit, man! Oh wow! Holy shit! I was like, damn, this guy is. Uh, There's always
2: the shorter guys that do some wild shit. Joe. Like man, you did not expect yo.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's who do you,
3: you you live with a girlfriend now, or I do, I do. Yeah. And yes. how's, oh, how's that go? Is she cleaning up after you? <laughs> I have to say yes. <laughs> All right. Awesome.
1: Yeah. Wait yeah, so till you have kids. That that's not going to happen anymore. That's yeah. That's good. That cute mm-hmm. thing she thinks is it is. It's not going to be cute please.
3: anymore. See, like, so Kevin moved in, and I, I'm a pretty clean person, mm-hmm. but I'm also like a resentful person. Mm-hmm. So like. If Kevin will leave something like some garbage out, I'm like, oh, yeah, we well, fuck this." I'm leaving some garbage out, and oh, yeah, that yeah, builds yeah, up. Yeah, and yeah, the next yeah, thing yeah, I know, yeah. we're fucking living in a fucking <laughs> yeah. in a fucking garbage dump. Yeah, it,
2: it, it's, it's pretty awful. Yeah, but I try real hard not to like uh, leave anything. I, I, if I'm gonna leave a mess, it's like my room is gonna be messy.
1: Right. I want to go back to the type of girls that <laughs> that uh, comics got. Okay. All right. So, number one is because they want to live vicariously like through... That's, that's one of guys. That's one type. Um, another type is they're just really turned on by a man that can control the room, uh, making them laugh and have some presence on stage.
3: I'll tell you personally, for myself, it, it has won me attention from females. But to sustain a relationship, a comedian is not like a sustainable thing if that's what she's into. Because, you know, a comic's life is, you know, very, you know, weird. I mean, now it's quarantine, so everyone's hours are all fucked up. But, like, yeah. you know, Kevin, when I first met Kevin, was dating someone. He had to split with her because, you know, she got to the point where she didn't, you know, it was there was jealousy. She's like, you're going to go out all night? And, you know, because you do comedy. You're doing, like a, let's say, a 10-minute set, 15 minutes, right. you know. But then you hang out for hours after with right. other
2: comics and right.
3: other
1: groupies, okay. and it's not a life. Yeah, yeah you need. You're gonna if you have that type of lifestyle, you need someone that can understand and support also,
2: you. Also, imagine someone telling you a story that stinks, right? What do you mean? There's not like imagine like you. A oh, girl. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna rephrase this. Imagine hearing the best stories ever, <laughs> and
3: like, then having to hear for your- seven
2: days straight. And then going back to her place where you gotta hear very mundane, too long of a story. Will was folding
3: today and he started laughing and we all
2: got in trouble. Imagine being around the most entertaining people in the world and then meeting these fucking people, like you're like, in comedy we have this thing, the light. That means you got a minute to wrap it up. Whenever I'm around her friends, (laughs) I'm like, hey, get the shit over with, son. 37 seconds too long. Wow. <laughs>
1: because it's, it's annoying, bro. It's really. But here's what it is. Like, I think in any relationship, <clears throat> when you get comfortable with someone, you kind of you don't think about the entertainment value of of that person you're speaking with. Mm. You think more along the lines of I just want to be heard. Right. And I think uh, we're there to be, you know, wh- whether that person's there for me or I'm there for them. They they aren't looking for advice or feedback most of the time. It's just they just want to know that someone's listening to them. Right. And it may be the most boring shit ever, to your point, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it helps them so much that someone's there to
2: listen. And I, I, I'm a good listener. I'm a pretty good listener. See, like, and the, yeah. But
3: the other thing is, so like, if the girl gets you know into you because she sees you're a funny comic and hilarious. Mm-hmm. You know, it's also the thing that you don't want to really bring your work home with you all the time. So, like, maybe right. I want to go home and cry and be depressed and tell you how miserable I am. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't want to go to and do jokes and fucking entertain oh, you. Yeah. you know? How is that?
1: Do they, do they expect you to make them laugh all the time? Sometimes,
3: and I can. And so can Kev. But it's like you don't want to. You yes,
4: know? I get it. I, I get it. I'm
2: not a dog. I'm more like a cat. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm not, I'm, when I, I'm not like always excited to see you and entertain you right? Sometimes I want to be by myself and not say a fucking word to you, mm. right? And because I'm doing, I'm, I'm talking and like, and I'm using this part of my brain all fucking You just day. need some time
1: to decompress. I need some
2: time to decompress and they don't understand it. They're like, well, I'm here now and our agreed upon thing was like, we're going to spend time together and do all this shit together. Where's my time? Yeah. You know, it- why don't you tell me a funny story?
0: Does it make it easier if your, you know, the girlfriend is a, a comic as well? Nope,
2: that's, even, that's worse. even
0: worse. Kevin said you can't date. I, I haven't dated. There's a
4: rule. Yeah, I, a, I've a rule heard a that before. A comedian said,
2: "For any, for if there's two headshots in a relationship, it's gonna, it's Woo! gonna fail. It's gonna fail.
1: Yo, too much ego, man. It's too much ego. That's
2: so true. Yeah. I forgot what comedian said that, but that's not far off. Um, one of my, a, one a of my buddies,
1: he's a model. And he told me he could never date female models. Yeah, never, never. And he and he knows some like gorgeous, gorgeous models, absolute gorgeous. And uh, I'm like, dude, like he's showing me pictures, and I'm like, are you serious? You could have dated. He's like, dude, he was, I'm never doing that again. Never. It's (laughs) not worth it. It's not worth it, man. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going there again. And he's strict. He and he could definitely get a lot of um, good-looking guy. He dates like regular girls, you know. And then the other thing, and he's way more happy for that.
3: If you meet a girl outside of, like, performing comedy, but then she finds out you're a comedy. Let's we'll you're with your friends. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, this is, this is my buddy Josh. He's a comedian. Right. The first thing they're going to fucking ask you is to do material for them. Like, tell me a joke. Oh, really? Tell me a
2: joke. I'm mean, your best joke. Hey, by the way, that doesn't work.
3: It doesn't work. You can't do jokes that you do on stage one-on-one. Right. I know. It's a different animal. I know. It's
1: weird. I, I'm, a, you know? I,
2: I, I, I'm thinking about, like, I got to start lying to people about what I do. What do you do for a hobby? I build planes, bitch. Like don't.
1: Fucking <laughs> like imagine if I invited Josh to a barbecue. Hey, Josh, <laughs> I got a barbecue this Saturday. Why don't you come by? You want to do some uh, then, jokes? No, I won't even tell you. I just, <laughs> I just surprise <laughs> right. And then you, right? Know hey, everybody! Doing. This is my buddy
3: Josh. Oh, hey, what's up, guys? Marco, <laughs> <laughs> Marco, motherfucker! Some great jokes. I'm gonna kill you. Let's all sit I'm around in a circle. Kill friends, one. Will. <laughs>
0: I hope that guy's not listening <laughs> to this podcast. That's funny. That's I'm, funny. Sure, I'm
2: sure he's hate stalking me. He's like oh, stalking oh yeah, you for sure. Yo, dating. You know what's crazy though? My like the, my ex. She was actually entertaining because she she was a was she a comedian? No, she wasn't nothing. A regular
1: girl. girl. Regular girl. I love dating regular girls. That's she was an my favorite.
4: Yeah. yeah. Okay. As opposed to so what?
1: She, she saw some. As shit. As opposed to a girl that's uh, a model, artist, entertainer. Yeah. I, I I I really. I don't think I could get in a deep deep relationship with a model artist entertainer i, I just man too much about them not enough about me it, it's, <laughs> that, that, that is a true thing i don't know even if it's that but it's just something weird like i feel like i'll get too judgy like it's a flaw on me i think it's not on them it's almost like, like uh i'm it's, just gonna it, look at them like
3: because you're looking at a reflection yeah. And right. then you start to see, like, is this how I'm Maybe. behaving? Yeah, like, yeah. Am I that petty? Maybe am I'll see I that... through
1: the shit and I'm like, I'll right. get real analytical really. and. I hate myself because I, I hate you. <laughs> 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 yeah. But it's it's not even that. It's like, I think I might get bored. Mm. I think I might get bored because I'm, I'm very familiar with that lifestyle. Right. So if I date a regular girl, like, I just need to decompress. Like, I can talk to her about regular things and about life and. And what it's like in 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 her world, whereas this world I'm always on. Now I'm dating a girl that's in this world, so I'm on twenty four seven. And and I don't know. Even though I love what I do, like I I do like having some uh, variety in life, whether it's in relationships or friendships. Like I just I need that variety. You're, you're married, well, tight, yeah, no, and, I, and that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like I'm married. She's an accountant,
2: right? Oh, perfect. Oh.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, she's an accountant. Let me
2: ask you a question because. You are in this world, which means you have a, a certain personality. Is there ever a time where she's like, Will, I need you to relax. I need you to, like, you're being too much right now. You don't notice it.
1: Nah, she's super supportive. She's super supportive. Like, in terms of, like, my, my energy level. Yeah, 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 know, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, it's more like it comes from him. He's like, Will, you need to relax. Really? That's a good, that's <laughs> a good guy to have, though. The thing is, I'm total opposite of him. That's yeah. That's And that's what I do. I keep opposites around me. You, you got to because like they if if for, for example like if we're both if we're both fucking i don't know use a basketball now like we're both point guards there's no point you can't have two people dribble the ball up the court mm. right we're both centers it mm. just it just doesn't really work that way you're clogging up space yeah you can't have two quarterbacks on the field right right so uh on every play you know it might work you know one or two times of those rare instances right. but most of the time it's not going to work so that's why I like to surround myself with people where I, uh, Where I'm not that Compliment them Right So it goes both ways Like they They don't have this superpower I don't have that superpower So together You know We make each other better We fill in those Those gaps Yeah And voids Whereas if we have A redundant skill Then we're both Going to be arguing About who's going to do this Because we're both Going to hate doing that job You know Even because we're both Not good at it
3: You're saying that Kevin is essentially useless to me. I don't. Know. Do you guys have? Versa? I don't know. You guys
1: have redundant skills. Yeah, we. we that's a. All... <laughs> you guys are the same
2: person. I think comedians are different because
1: we have different senses of humor. We have
2: different senses of humor.
4: Yeah.
2: Right. Like I love. I'm a decent storyteller. He's a better storyteller. Okay. Right. So like, I'd rather hear him tell me a story than me tell him a story. Right. Um, I'm better at like, okay. So like, if um, constructing a joke. I'm a little better than he is at constructing a joke.
3: Okay. Right? Get out of my house. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so how, how does
1: that impact your relationships with women? In terms of? Like dating, a good, do you look for girls that are opposites? Nah, or or very, don't. like have, have a lot of things in common with you? Because I look for women who are completely opposite of me. Like we, our foundation has to be, or this was before I got married, but the, our foundation needs to be the same. In mm-hmm. terms of what we value, uh, you yeah. know, all, For long term, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like understanding. There's certain things that are non negotiable. just Those right. core values need to be there in any relationship because that's going to be the base, uh, that's going to be the foundation of what we build on. And if that's garbage, then yeah. the rest, you know, we're building on top of garbage. It's going to yeah. collapse. So, yeah. That's so, house of cards. It's going to Exactly. Fall so we have a strong foundation, and I know that I'm getting in a serious relationship with this girl. And she wants to get in a serious relationship with me then we need to have a, i need to I, I look for those specific qualities and then i find it i'm like okay there's things that i i will compliment her in there's things that she will compliment me in. and she's she's understanding i'm understanding here we communicate you know back right. so we're good there and then from there we have that base anything else goes if you don't like blue and i like red that's okay yeah. like you know we can we can, as long as the base of what we build our relationship we have that common core value Everything else that we build on top of it is fine. It could be different because at the, at the end of the day, we, we care about each other. Right. And we, uh, whatever we have internally is the same. It's just that out, outside we have different opinions, different tastes. If she's a vegetarian, I like me. You know, that's all good. We can make it work. Right. You know, we could make it all work. But as long as the common core, like if she's like, oh, no, I like sleeping with other guys or, or you know, I like sleeping with other this or we can't agree on right. basic stuff. Then, yeah, that's gonna be a problem. That's a man. deal breaker for Will. Yeah, total deal breaker. And if you want to sleep with other dudes, it's not gonna, <laughs> it's not gonna work. That's a deal breaker.
2: Fucking, I don't know. I'm not, you know what? I'm not ready to receive love.
1: Is that it? I'm not ready to why? receive love. But, love. but, but, but it, it's funny because Josh said you're always trying to get accepted somewhere. So why, if he a woman just wants to be adopted,
3: he doesn't want to be loved.
1: Oh, that's interesting.
3: Yeah. He's trying to fool them into adopting him and taking him <laughs>
4: home. feeding him. Gotcha, in, clothing him. I've been housing
2: love. him. But I'm not in the So why is that? So why is it? Yo, I think it's the one time I was ready to receive it, she took it away from me. Mm. Right? Like, she was like, she was cold-hearted about it, too. She was like, yeah, I'm done with this. Wow. Right? I think comedians, and I wasn't a comedian at the time, but like, I was... I'm cut from that cloth, you know?
3: Yeah. But you ever think like maybe you're just, you're not worthy of love?
2: I'm, no, I don't think that. I, I, no, I know you said that on a joke. But I really don't, I don't believe that. But okay, I think she was like, uh, I have this uh, thing where girls will like really be obsessed with me for five months. Mm. Okay. And then realize, oh, I can't
1: keep I'm up this him? level.
2: No, I can't keep up this level of love or whatever That's it is. That's better
1: than me. Girls can only put up with me for like a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. Before, like, I'm telling you, I would date girls in two, three weeks, maybe a month, and it's a wrap. Right. Well, that like person's so intriguing. You're doing
2: podcasts, you're making movies, you're writing scripts, yeah. and you're so busy. This guy's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. But then think about being in a relationship with a guy that's that busy. You know, because I'm not gonna drop everything. In and like, you met me, and I'm crazy busy. Right and and I made it no, it's not like I, I, I gave you this fake expectation like you know I'm this busy so when I'm with you now you want to slowly strip me why are you with your friends all the time, because uh, I'm working with them I'm not you know xboxing it with them, you know I'm right. I'm working. Oh, I, why are you doing this? I, I why are you doing that?
3: Going back to like what kind of woman we are looking for, I think the most important thing if you're an artist or you're definitely a comedian, you need somebody who not only like believes in you but encourages you. Absolutely. So like, you know, when I first met my child's mother, you know, I was doing independent films. Like, things were starting to pick up for me. We just started dating. We were, like, maybe a year into it or, like, two years into dating. And her father had a beautiful home in uh, in Croatia, on the Mediterranean. And she really wanted me to go. She was trying to get me to go there for, like, a year or two. And she you know, finally convinced me and we bought tickets to, to fly to Croatia and then I booked a television show. I did Bobster Confessions, you know, and it was the biggest, it was the biggest role that I had, like, the most legitimate, biggest, other than in an indie film that I had done, television show. I was a lead, you know, and it Holy was a crap. huge deal.
1: You in fucking... Croatia?
3: No, no. The Croatia oh, was where her dad was. I booked a role here after oh. we booked a trip. Ooh. You know? Ooh. Do you know what she fucking did? she went into my phone cuz the way I got the role was I went to go assist a casting director at one of like the big agencies in the city cuz I had a friend who had a school and she was like I need a reader and I went and I volunteered and I ended up reading for auditions for a week for 5 days and you know I'm improvising with these guys it was like a mafia show so we had to right. pretend like we were gangsters they ended up, you know, all this footage goes back to uh, Discovery Channel and they review the footage and are like, this guy's great. They end up giving me a lead role in the opening episode, you know, and like, and they put me in all the promos and everything. Before we even shoot the thing, she calls the casting director up because I told her, I was like, you know, this is a huge role for me. It's a big deal. She calls up the casting director out telling me and asks her if they could postpone the shoot.
0: What the f- Just because she wants you to go. Because we were
3: supposed to go to Croatia and we spent like $1,000 on tickets. That's not support.
1: That's no, man. No, it's not support. That's That's, that's that's the point. Like, there's boundaries, man. She she destroyed
3: a relationship because this casting director who loved me was like, I'm never calling this fucking idiot again. You know, this is a, a, you know. Even if it's a small television show, this is a. a, a they don't want to
1: deal with all that. Extra it's hundreds drama. of
3: thousands of dollars at stake. Right. You yeah. know? And they're like, I got to deal with sucking some guy's crazy, you know, girlfriend, wife. Right. They don't want that. The animation. fact that I even let her have the number, and I didn't give her the number, she like went into my phone and took it. So, lesson be learned. I didn't learn my lesson, and the relationship progressed. And Did it you lasted. go to
1: Croatia anyway? We
3: did. We went to Croatia. Oh, the thing was that this was the best part. After she had now sabotaged my relationship, a hurricane hit and it postponed the it either oh postponed the shoot or or the or the whatever it was it worked out by a force of nature okay. that they didn't interfere with each other okay but at this point we had already destroyed like any opportunity yeah. of this this lady right. never right. She I tried. crossed the line
1: that's crossing the line you don't yeah. you don't like if she's going to do something like that at least have a discussion with you prior like instead of doing that sneaky control type and that's what i mean it's it's that's that hurts so many relationships, and some guys actually take it. Yeah, I know. You know where where uh, I see, and I, I ain't gonna lie, like most of my friends, growing up, right? They uh, they choose her over the work. they let their girlfriends or now wives uh, dictate their entire. They were their girlfriends just at first, but I watched them slowly peel them away from all their friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had a, a pretty significant circle. And I would see their girlfriends, wives, peel them away slowly. They mm-hmm. come in part of the group, like it's all good, right? And they have a master plan, smile in front of our faces, behind our backs. You guys are fun, yeah. You guys are great. Oh my gosh, You see these guys again. And then next thing you know, yoink. I never see him again. Yeah, I'm like, hey, yo, it starts. Would you want to come out? Oh, yo, yeah, yeah. I could come out, but I have to leave by this time. Oh, I promised her I would do this, and then it's constant. And then eventually, he's completely. There's know, no more of a man. What they called pussy whip so he's essentially neutered right and you know he he basically doesn't uh so uh, so now his life 24 7 a lot of these guys is just work and their wife they don't have anything else and sometimes they'll sneak a text over to me hey what are you up to what are you doing i'm like hey i can't like i'm not i miss you man (laughs) (laughs) I, i can't like you know what i mean like if if you was really like tight like this right then you would have found a way to make it work. But, like, now, now it's like you got nothing left, and now I'm an option or whatever, and you trying to hit me up now. Or, you know, I feel for you, but, like, what am I going to talk I have no respect for you anymore. You on your own, B. You know what I mean? It's not that you on your own. Like, I hope, I, I don't wish anybody, like, I I don't even feel like, I, I don't dislike the person. I actually like them a lot. Now, if they called me and they needed something like, hey, Will, I need your help, can you? I'm I'm this and that. Can you drive me here? I'm like, yeah, sure, no no problem. Right. But if it's to hang out, get a drink, catch up, rekindle something, I'm like, what right. are we doing here? Like right. we broke up as friends, sort of. Like you did yeah. that, so what are we like? I'm supposed to meet up. We supposed to be tight again out of nowhere? Like, right. like I I just don't I don't want to be your friend like that no more. Like if you need me, I'll be there. Right. But I don't want to be a friend where we pretend like this is deeper than it really is. Right. I don't want to waste your time or mine. I got a lot of things I need to do and right. I just don't need that. Yeah, you have right well, that's
3: what you when you get older you realize you have a limited amount of time in your life. So exactly. don't waste it with fucking fake friends. bullshit people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if they're fake. They made the decision. They they chose her and I'm I'm alright with that, but I can't be friends with someone that deeply if and I'm not saying uh be bad to your girlfriend, your wife. But what I'm saying is that balance exactly like to, com- to completely chop all your friends off completely That's chop crazy, all your friends bro. off and just go ghost yeah, and invisible and then out of nowhere try to reappear right and then I'm just like did she leave you? Man? what happened? yeah like what happened man but like uh, first thing I always ask her when, when they hear me I'm like yo everything good they say yeah everything's good oh, then then I'm, then I'm like <laughs> goodbye <"All> right, goodbye. <laughs> 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 goodbye but if they're like yo we broke up this and that I mean I got a heart I still we, we have history and you know? I got a heart right. I'm not a jackass mm. but yeah it's, it's I just, I. That's a big turnoff for me, man. Mm. It's a big turnoff. Like, you you let somebody else control who you want to be, tell you how to live. You're a grown ass man. You're an adult, right? Whether you're a man or a woman, if you let your significant other tell you what to do and dictate your life, I I just don't know that that's the type of person I want to be around, right? And learn from.
2: Yo, I wonder if his girls like a, those kind of like. I wonder if that girl was the kind of girl. Was like, I don't, I don't have any chick friends, right? Like, the moment a girl says some shit like that, I'm like, "There's a reason why you don't got any." It's like a red flag, That's a big red flag. You don't have any friends of your own.
1: No one likes you. You know what it is? I think it's. I don't know if it's that she doesn't have any friends, but I think that, um, not even just women, men, uh, just they want control over the significant other. They want to. They want full and utter control because. Number one, they don't want to get cheated on, and they feel like if their friends are influencing them, it's probably for the worst. So they gotta train their man. You ever hear that? Yo, you gotta train your girl. You gotta train that. your man. I've heard that. So I've heard that from both sexes. Yeah. So I think part of the training is you gotta cut the the other people that are influencing your significant other, right. so you can get total control over. it. And I've seen that everywhere. Where I mean, he his exes did the same move where he was like yo well man she's trying to fuck she's annoying because she's trying to she's telling me to stop filming she's telling me to stop doing this it was
3: like lose that bitch (laughs) i didn't didn't say that
1: so i don't i never go that far i'm just like oh damn Damn. that's all i say i'm like oh damn
3: it was like i guess we're not gonna be friends for much longer huh
1: (laughs) (laughs) sometimes you gotta you know sometimes you gotta like you know let let your friends do what they will well
2: at this point though because you guys been friends for like what almost a decade over over a decade do you tell your buddy like hey this girl's no good for you bro
1: this nah. is your buddy
2: over a decade. you nah. no? You don't go. I have my
1: opinions, but it's like it's not my place to say it. Yeah, I, I feel like it's, I'm out of pocket for that. Like, like you know, you can't say that to me, and I can't say that to you, unless unless it's like really detrimental. Okay. You know, like she's really fucking it up. Like it's so blatant. Yeah. But if it's just like an opinion and I'm saying that on some selfish shit, like if he's like, Nah, I told my girl I'll be chilling with her today and I'm getting all tight, and I'm like, look, I don't like the way uh, you know you choosing her over me, then that's then not that's right on. I'm not talking about that. Yeah. I'm talking but if about she like... was like or or he or she, if they were like making you do drugs or 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 taking you away from your goals and your dreams. Yo, what if like
2: she was like, Yo, become a banker and he was like, Ah, I guess I'm gonna work for change. Oh yeah, yeah, I would say so. so that's <laughs> what happened to
1: our friend. Um, they were like, she was like, "There, I hate to say because then like people are gonna know who it is." <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, I, I mean, I, could, I have a lot of different friends. So yeah, I could just say. So this one was like, she completely changed the trajectory of his career. She's like, "I want you to be a nurse."
4: Mm.
3: What? Yeah. Is that serious? Or you changed the career for the? No. Okay. I didn't change the career. I just didn't say. Want you to be a nurse.
1: A nurse. So, so hey, and we need him now more than ever. Pre-COVID. Uh yeah, wait. I bet she's real happy about that idea. Well, well, she's a nurse too, right? Okay. So in that field, so then uh, yeah. So she told him to do it, and and but that's the thing though. It's like you know what I'm saying is like she's dictating everything. So she pulled him away from his friends, right? Uh, you know, told him which career path he should choose. Uh, told him how to propose to her. Dead ass. Wait, what? Yeah. did did she write Like this is what you say he gave her I I sound absolutely I'm not going to say any names but he told me he was like yo uh, she told me like she found the ring and she told him exactly how he's going to do it that's awesome and I was like whoa so this isn't like just something Wait
2: when he told you this did he say it with like reserve in his heart or do you say, like, this is
1: pretty cool, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, even got to think about things. You just had to open Because he knows my personality. He knows. And when he told me, he know what I was thinking. But at the same time, he was just like, I don't know why he told me. Like, if you knew I was going to think, like, I didn't say anything. Because at that point. He wanted you. He wanted you to he tell, he tell him. him. Yeah. No, because that. at that point, I already told him, like, yo, I think, I think she's doing this. Like, I told him before this whole thing. I was like, this is what I, without bashing her, I'm yeah. like, hey, I think you should stand up for yourself if you don't want to do this, and if you want to, but if you really think there's a path for you, then you know what he tells me? No, no, I agree with her, everything. So then I was like, then I can't argue with yeah, that. If you no. think, you know, you need that space, and you want to be a nurse, right. that's on you, then good, you know, that's a good decision for you.
3: Let me ask you, does she pin his legs back when she, <laughs> <laughs> when she pegs him? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let me tell you though, he before her, yeah, dude was as solid as a yeah, come. I, yeah. It only what? takes one woman no, to destroy a man.
2: What do you, okay, what do you mean what do you mean solid? Like All right, you, so I'll tell you I'll tell you. This bills. Yo,
1: no, no, no no no. No no no. I'm telling you like he's he's independent, strong. As a friend, bro, like if you get in a fight, number one, like you, you wanna know that you got a boy that's not gonna run on you. Right. That's like the, the one of the rules, right. right? He ain't gonna talk shit behind your back. Mm. He'll ride with you. Like every right. box you could check for a, right. a solid friend. He's like, If you need money, if you need anything, he's there for you. Like every box is checked. Right. And, you know, he's solid. Workout partner never lets you down. If he says something, he's going to do it. Mm. And proven part, one time um, I was stranded somewhere at a bar. And everybody was complete. I didn't know what I was getting. It was one of my coworkers at that time. And they were like, oh, this and that. So we're all drinking. We're going bar hopping. And we ended up at a place I do not know where the fuck I am at this point. And I'm looking around me. Everyone's either su- I started winding down because oh, I gotta go home. Yeah. Everyone's super drunk or like on un- or coked out of their fucking minds. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I didn't know that many people did cocaine like that. I that I worked with at that time. I was like, holy shit! All you motherfuckers are coked out of their minds <laughs> and they're drinking at the same time, right? So I was it's like, always holy the best shit. to find out. By the way, what? That's
2: when I find out that like um, people I didn't know do coke, mm-hmm. do coke. I'm like,
1: I like this person. <laughs> so I, I, I'm I like, man, I I really got to get out. I want to I wanna get out of here at this point. It's getting late. And and at this point, there's nothing in it for me. Like, I'm going, I'm, I'm on my down. Right. You know, like from drinking. And I was just like, you know, I don't. At this Were you point, married or, or not married. No, I no, was single at this point. Single. So then I call him up and he picks up and he's whispering. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, what's going on? He's like, oh, no. Nah. You got cocaine, go
4: okay, motherfucker.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> and, um. I was like, yeah, I tell him what's up." I was like, "Yeah," and this was like before Uber was a thing, right? right. And and I was where somewhere where I couldn't hail a cab. I was outside of New York, right. uh, so he had to come get me. Right. So he goes, "All right, just just text me, just text me the address." I was like, "All right, cool, man." He's like, "Yeah, give me, uh, just give me a, a little bit. Just wait for me. I'll, I promise, I'll be there." He shows up. I see his car. Sight for sore eyes. I'm crazy happy. This is like 3 a.m. I get in his car. We're talking. We're laughing, whatever. And I was just like, "Yo, what the fuck were you whispering?" I was that? Like, he was like, I was in the middle of fucking. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, God. He was having sex. I was like, why would you pick up the phone? He goes, because I knew you would never call me at this time unless you need Aww. me. And I was like, well, did you finish before you come see me? Is that why? He goes, nah, man. I She's just... in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He goes, nah, man. Um... As soon as he called me, I just put on my, my gear and I left. I was just like, what? The...
2: What a solid guy. That's right. what I'm saying, bro.
1: He, he yeah. gave himself blue balls. To that's pick what I'm up. saying. I would have like, get well.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, what, what kind of. He picked up the fucking phone. That's the first thing. I'm like, why the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't expecting anyone to really. Damn. You know... that's a, so you
2: lost a soldier. Basically,
1: yeah, man. But I, you know, I did. But it was all his fa- choice. Right? But in so, all fairness, I did everything. Like I would, I already proved my part. Like I did a lot. Solid for him. Yeah, yeah. So we were like, we reciprocated that yeah. solid with each no, other. I'm saying like we like, had that at relationship. At this
2: point, right now, you lost a soldier, like a solid guy.
1: Yeah, but I. I you can still call. I, but on. I'll tell you what. I I lost. No, nah, I wouldn't because I, that move itself right. just like yeah. does it for me. That's enough to make me go. Because right. mm-hmm. look, I'm married. Right. I got kids. But if but you know what? I am I still keep a balance, you know, of my social life and my friends. Yeah. And, and I don't, like, we've been through so much. I'm not just going to cut you off and completely, like... Also,
2: by the way, this, you're not saying that, like, you, you can't, I can't... Change. I'm talking
1: about no Christmas, like, yo, Merry Christmas, bro. That's crazy. No happy birthday, bro. Like, yeah. sh- that means that wasn't you. That's your girl saying, don't call this motherfucker no more. Yeah. In, in one form or another. You know what I mean? So if you did that hard cut all of a sudden... Then you know what like i'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna come in between you i mean this is this is your wife now, yeah right like or soon to be like you're telling me to think about marrying her one right. day like i can't I can't come between that that's you guys are potentially gonna build a family um and that's your choice, or I already said my piece what I think. Then the rest is up to you. It's not my place, man. And you have other gonna... people
3: you know you can call on. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I have. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah, like... yeah. And and it's your life, baby. Live it. You know. You make your choice. You do whatever you. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I don't. I know, a, a man that lives like that, I'm, I, I could say as a man because I'm gonna do, will never fully be happy. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be that little thing inside of him, that's gonna go, damn, man. You know. Damn,
3: I wish I wasn't such a wimp. Something like that.
1: You can never fully be had. There's going to be something inside of you that's like, damn.
2: You know, my mom did some wild shit. When she got remarried, Mm -hmm. she told him, she was like, yo, keep your apartment. Like, I only want you here Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and the weekend. I don't like Mondays, which means I don't like you. I don't like Thursdays. I chill with my girls. Every other day come through. I already did this whole marriage shit where we lived together the whole time. It's not fun. And he was like, bitch, I love you. <laughs> I got to put a rock. You, you ain't. You ain't ro- when you write, you write. You right.
3: Well, my friend lives with his uh, girlfriend slash fiance, I guess, at this point, And they have two beds. Like, it's yeah. 19 fucking 45 mm-hmm. again. Yeah. And they're in the same bedroom.
0: Wait, mm-hmm. they've never done it before. They, they do it. They have two separate They beds have two people. queen
3: size beds in one bedroom. Mm-hmm. And one sleeps on one and one you know sleeps what? on
1: the other. I, I could see how that sounds weird. But right. after after being married, like, you know, oh, no, my wife I know. and I, I it's, like, we, I'm actually, I'm all right. Sometimes when she's like, Will, I'm going to sleep in the other room, I, I'm like, Oh, Fine, shit, that's that's God. that's cool. I, just, I get it I, just, out. I get a better night's sleep sometimes. If she gets a better night's sleep, we wake up the next day ready to tackle the day.
2: Also, you miss each other too. Exactly. Like, you Yo, you know space. what? I miss my babies. Yeah, I don't off. mind.
1: So the next time she crawls into bed, you know, I'm just like, ooh, cool. You right. Know what I
3: mean, I need to sleep like a fucking starfish. Like I have my arms, grab <laughs> the thing, and like to the detriment of like my longest term relationship was with my kid's mm-hmm. mother. Like at one point when he was a baby, like he was sleeping in the bed with us when he was, you know, a yeah. few months old. Yeah. You know, we're in a queen size bed. He's got the whole thing, he's spread out. I had a big fat little kid, you know. He was like thirty pounds when he was like six months old. Shit. Wow. I'm in the fucking corner. And like it really like it slowly drove me mad. You know, like I'm sleeping like this and I'm trying to fucking sleep yeah. and like hold myself together. So yeah, I'm all for uh, multiple beds.
1: I know to you. Guys, right now you guys aren't uh married or anything, but trust me. Eventually oh, no. you might be like Listen,
2: I don't believe in sleeping in separate beds if we're gonna sleep together. That's what I used to room, say. In the same room.
1: Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Okay. I agree with that. But
2: like if I could find a way to get a, a different apartment for a couple of days out the week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, one day here, one day there.
1: Be careful what you wish for, man. If if my girl goes, I'm going to the other apartment tonight. And she, and she texts somebody right before that. I'm going to be like, wait, 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 what the fuck? Oh, no, no, you know no, no. no. I mean? It's going
2: to be established. Like, if I'm married, it's going to be like, we don't want to cheat on each other. Right? I'm going to make sure that's you,
1: the case. Let me tell you. I'm going to try it. We were just talking about this in, in our last podcast, and <clears throat> mostly everybody, that at least I know, you know what I mean, it's a lot. This was an awkward thing. I've seen, like, this guy's telling me he loves his girl so much. Yada, yada, yada. You started cheating. Yeah, and I went over, I was over at St. Mark's and we were bar hopping at St. Mark's. We are going to the arcades. Uh, There's this arcade. Yeah, barcade. Yeah. So we come out and we're going down, we're we're bar hopping, we're going to the next bar. I see this dude cuddling on her, everything. And at first I was just like, whoa. I was first I was like, oh, hey, I was going to, and then I stopped. (laughs) This little dude, this little dude comes out and I was just like, huh? And then smaller (laughs) than her, which was kind of crazy. Right. And, and he just hugs up on her. And I was like, er? I was like, what the fuck? Is that like a brother or some shit? She's with me. <laughs> and then he starts like, you know, cuddling her, wow. kissing on her. And then he sees me and he's just like, and then she goes, she taps him. Like, does that, and then I was, and then they they recover quick. Whoa. And I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm playing it cool. I'm like, hey, how's everything going? What you guys drinking? And she's like, yeah, we're really drunk. And she started acting like more drunk. Oh, and then you. I was just like, hold on. First of all, I know she could drink like a fish. Right. And then yeah. second, like, that's bad acting. Like, I know bad acting when right. I see it. Right. That's bad acting. Um, so. Did
3: you blow her spot up? Yeah, you did. Uh, good. Good that was boy. hard
1: of me, man. But I, I called my boy. I was like, hey, I don't want to. And, but I didn't say she, it was definitively cheating. Right. I just I just drew the picture right. of what I saw. I said, "Hey, I saw your girl." Because uh, he's you know hey, I'm like fucking in front. Of I'm me, the messenger, I'm- so he's gonna shoot me. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Just, the messenger always gets shot. Well,
2: that's interesting that you like went in there thinking I'm gonna get shot for this, but yeah. I gotta let my boy
3: know. It was the right thing to do. You had to do that.
1: Yeah, and I did get shot, man. Like he. What? Yeah, our friendship wasn't quite the same afterwards. It wasn't quite the same. And I told him, I was like, yo, I didn't say, yo, fuck that bitch. She's cheating on you. I said, hey, this is what I saw. This is what I saw, man. I saw her there. I, you know, maybe they were drinking. Uh, he, he came out out of nowhere, hugged up on her. I could have sworn I saw him trying to kiss on her. She tapped him away. They fucking did this awkward recovery. Right. It didn't look right. Um, It just didn't look or feel right to me, man. The whole situation. Mm. Uh, but take it for what you want. And he's like, Nah, I will. Nah, no, da, da, da. was super denial, and I was just like, oh, what the fuck? You know, I was like, I didn't think he would have took it there. Right. So that's when I completely you know, backed off. In my off. head,
2: you know what I'm saying? I yes.
1: completely backed off. Yes. I, I didn't put no more.
2: In my head, yo, I'm thinking, this guy's a cuck-ass bitch. Yeah. <laughs> this
4: guy.
2: He probably knew about it, you saying? Yo, I'm saying, what I'm saying is, some guys are comfortable with, like, yo, my girl might cheat out there. And I'm just cook, I'm it. I just don't need to know. Well, here's a you hear,
3: here's a great backfire. So I, you know, I had a tumultuous split with my ex mm-hmm. four years ago, and in the in the preceding two years after, you know, she painted a reputation of me because we all had mutual friends and mm-hmm. like we used to go on vacations together. But she painted this like ridiculous picture of me. And listen, that you're a villain. That I'm a villain and I'm not saying that I'm not flawed and I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that like I don't act crazy sometimes or haven't in the past like listen I'm a party guy we go out we go drinking we're doing comedy okay somewhat of a reputation Uh, a a old a former friend of mine's wife tells him you know based on what uh, you know my ex is telling her you can't hang out with that guy anymore you can't spend time with him he's a bad influence he's like a womanizer he's a this he's a that so he cut me out of his life. Like, all of a sudden, he just disappeared, and I found out from a mutual friend, you're like, oh, yeah, his wife told him uh, he can't hang out with you anymore. I'm like, "You?" F-? And, and he fucking listened to her? And I was like, wow. And like, I come to find out recently, because in my head, you know, right away in my head, I'm like, does she not know her fucking husband? And I was like, this guy's the biggest player in the world. And, like, if, he, if she knew, like, half the shit this dude is doing, hmm you know, like I'm not a bad guy. Anyway, I found out recently that she walked in on him having an affair with another chick. Right. And he hasn't seen me for over a year, so it's not my fault. Right.
1: Right. And and that's totally my point. Like it's it's that you no matter how much control you think you have over someone, you know, you eliminate a lot of the factors. If you have to do that in the first place, right, then that person's eventually gonna find a way to do whatever they wanna do. They're gonna be who they are. At the end of the day, you may be able to train them to who you want to be for that limited amount of time but what we were talking about earlier like I said you can only push someone for, for a week or two or however amount of time but eventually if it's not pulling them that's not who they really are if they don't really want that then it's they're going to go back on it So I think I think that's something that that we have to be careful we can't push people to become something that they're not mm. you know because if you do that you're going to you're going to be in for rude awakening like, when a, a wild hits.
2: chick Yo, she's going to be a wild chick for a long time. Yeah, ha- they have to... Br- it's like when someone says uh, "Uh, you can't push someone into recovery. They got to want to do it. They got to want to fix themselves. Yeah. You can never... You're not going to change people. It's yo. like you can't
1: force a man to get married. I mean, he may propose and everything, but eventually that's going to end up the wrong way. I've seen it like 10 out of 10 times. Right. All the guys that I knew that were the women puts... or the significant other put pressure on, on them to propose to them and they really didn't want to do it. All ended up in a bad divorce, nasty, and the guy did get screwed mm. because you know, guys, right? You know, it's not no a no prenup. Yeah, guys get the short end of the stick on on a divorce, like it's factual. Yeah. Um, so all of my male friends, like they, they are subsidizing every single one of their paychecks into mm. the yeah their their kids' yeah education, their kids' clothes, and it's really like their significant other using that for themselves as well. Right. Not only just for the kids.
3: So so the, the moral of the podcast today was don't trust women.
1: What I'm saying is don't trust the wrong one. Uh Because I'm married. Right. I live with a woman. So I'm it worked out have, for you. It worked out for me, but, but, that, but that's because I didn't try to change who she uh, was. Who She, was. Mm-hmm. And she didn't try just, to change who you were. Yeah, we, we just communicate with each other. We don't like something about each other. We don't hold it in. We talk to each other. mm um, and then we we work it out from there. We never try to uh, paint each other as a villain or superhero. Well, I'm doing this, and you're this evil. Well, you, were you talking about you know taking points earlier? She does points. Right. That's that's different from being a superhero yeah. and a super. The I think yeah. for for picking up your socks. <laughs> <laughs> I think as soon as as soon as you go into I'm a superhero, you're a supervillain territory. Mm. It's hard to recover from that in yeah. a relationship. Yeah. You know why? Because she already told all her family members, everyone she's close to. She already told all her friends. No, yeah. And now everyone's looking at you like you're a jerk off, and then in front of your face. Now you guys are cool, and then when you're around them, though, they're gonna be spewing. Why are you still with that motherfucker? That's the thing. Yeah. Is, Once she then, tells the world that you're a
3: piece of garbage,
1: it's she horrible. can't. That's man. all the world sees. She it's can't. Well, well, it's not even that. She you can't, can't, take can't that recycle back. you. Yeah, you know, like she can't now she convince goes, oh, everybody. He's good now. Like. Like, and all then, that stuff I made up was bullshit. So now all her friends are her. Yeah, exactly. Now all her friends are fans. Like, bitch, make up your mind. Like right. one day you're talking crazy about him, but when I see you two together, you look happy as fuck. Like, what what the fuck? Right. Which one is it? Right. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I mean that's that's tough. In my relationship now is
0: like it it took it took work to get to this point where, you know, she understands what I'm doing is important to me. How long are you then, guys together? Like three years. Okay. Yeah. All right. You got four so, years left. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, long-term, long-term relationships, right? So, I mean, we're at that point where we, we kind of know our, you know, where we stand. So, okay. you know, we, we understand like she has a life, I have a life. We still sleep in the same bed. But did she give
3: you instructions on how to propose yet? No, <laughs> oh, no. You wait for those. Definitely
1: not. the one then? Does she ever try to like or anyone you guys are, are dating like? Did they ever try to like stop you from pursuing your dreams? Are they did, like where they say it's a waste of time? Well, I got the okie doke. Grow the fuck up.
2: I got the okie doke.
1: Most of them where they say, "Oh, it's so cool." It's so cool. And, and then, then
2: what happened was this girl saw that she saw that I was getting good at it, all right? right? And then she was like, and she went to a like, she went to my first show, and then she went to a couple shows, like you know, later down the line, and she saw the improvement. And then she started to see like she started like the next day. She went through my phone, and she tried to find something, right? And what ended up happening was some girl did say some wild shit to me, like "y'all want to fuck you, put you know your face in my butt," like some wild <laughs> shit. And I was like, Not "True story," and I was like, "Y'all I got a girl." Uh
3: uh-huh. huh. He, he did the right thing. I did
2: the right thing. It's in the text. Yeah. it's in the text. Yeah. Right. It's still true. So crazy. this is the like she. This is the uh, morning. After I just, the first time I really murdered on stage, mm-hmm. right? And she's like, um, she's like, uh, I, saw, I went through your messages and I saw, she was, the girl who messaged me like that was a, com- a comedian, okay. right? Um, but she quit comment. that's why I, I do the thing. So she goes, I saw what this girl wrote and honestly, you answered correctly, but I don't like that she wrote that. I'm like, bitch, why did you go through my phone? Right? And she was like, I just want to see what you've been talking about with other people. Mm. Right? And I was like, well, why did you feel that way? Long story short, this girl goes, it's just like I saw what you were doing on stage. And then I'm i like, starting to think about my life. And, like, I'm like, what am I doing? Like, he's, like, moving somewhere. I'm like, yo, this is fucking crazy. Wow. I can't believe. And the, 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 the relationship, like, it was on a, at a let's say at nine went to a seven to a five to a three and then we broke up
3: so that's why we not supposed to date comedians
2: that's probably why we should date comedians i don't know <laughs> she was she wasn't a comic she was like a a regular girl
1: how, how do you guys feel with this whole covid19 you said you said something to me earlier um when i came in about there are going to be so many people a mass exodus of talent leaving new york city these so-called you know,
3: well, the people are half-assing it. Yeah, you know, a lot. Listen, a lot of people. Listen, it takes a, a lot of courage and you know bravery to pursue your dreams, but you know when uh, tribulations come about, you know, and you get put in the fire, you know, some people might be like, you know, this is a little bit harder Too. than I bargained for. You know, like I listen. I believe that I'm going to be successful. I 100% believe it. If I didn't believe it, I wouldn't fucking do it. I know that I have the skills. And that's part of the, the insanity. Tools, and that's part of the insanity because yeah. the truth is it's a one in a million shot. Right. You know, like there's only so right. many slots for successful people in the world but I believe in myself and I really know I can do it.
4: Yeah.
3: You know, if you, you know, you get tested, you know, when you're like, this is really fucking hard and like now it's like, it's a dam- it's a bad place to be. These people who really didn't have if you have a little bit of doubt, you're gonna be gone, and I think that's what's gonna happen. A lot Ooh, of people who that's had so that doubt true. and it's tested now, they're gonna be like, I, I, I I'm, I'm out.
0: Well, it's also, also you have so much time to think about it now. It's like right. you're not being distracted by everything. Like you're not right. doing shows. Yeah. You're not, you're not like, you know, you're not out there meeting new people. Right. That's gonna,
1: that's gonna creep in. You don't have anything to blunt that. Yeah. And and I think I think doubt is present in everyone. It just depends on how much power you give it and doubt is good it's a good tool yeah yeah. doubt fear but when you let it dominate and you let fear and doubt completely destroy you and and you let fear and doubt convince you uh, of your value is like we're to the point where you're sleeping on yourself right and then you listen to that and you go back into the safety of whatever you think is safe and away from your dreams well that's when you stop your growth
2: let's be honest there's a lot of cocksuckers out there they come to this, they really think they want to do this shit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They want to be in entertainment. They want to do some comedy. They want right. to do filmmaking. Yeah. They go to New York or LA. Right. That like, at the end of the day, they have a very nice safety net in Ohio.
4: Ooh.
2: Right? Like their dad is on the fucking board of directors of Walmart. They know that at the, like, if they fail at this, they don't...
1: But here's the thing, man, like if, if I feel like if you know you got something to fall back on, that could hinder in how much you actually give because you, it you does. know, you know, you got something to fall. This isn't do or die. Like for you guys, right. for all of us. Yeah. It's kind of do or die. It's, it's kind of do or die. die. Yeah. Like we got to figure like none of us got inheritance. Right. Uh, you know, right. we don't come from back. We come from very humble beginnings. All of us. Right. So it's like and these we, are the prime years of our life. We're, yes, we're we have to carve to our, our own way, right. so to speak. And there's no one that is out there that's going to save you, especially if you're a guy. No one's gonna go. Oh well, poor Josh, right. poor Kevin, poor Norm, poor Will. So
2: speak for yourself. I yeah. got some sugar mama. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but we're we're, we're
1: gigalos, <laughs> <okay>? <laughs> Find ourselves
3: a nice wealthy woman to take care of us.
1: I'm talking about. Oh, I don't doubt. I'm not doubting that. What I'm saying is no one's going to save you in, in terms of hang, like saving save you and hook you up with your dream.
2: <laughs> no.
1: Oh, right. No. They're not, not going to give you that block on no. Comedy Central. No. They're not going to give you that show that, you know, show on Netflix. If
2: it comes it's because of the talent. It's because of the, of it's the because
1: hard you worked work your fucking work. tail off that you right. earned every single thing and you finally caught your motherfucking right.
3: break. I mean, we, we would sleep our way to the top too if there was an opportunity <laughs> like that.
1: Yeah. No standards.
2: No, oh, <laughs> I would. Lowest standards. but i also think that i'm talented like, in my head
1: i don't need to know. do that you don't
2: do this shit unless you think you're talented you don't fucking you have on... to
1: have some sort of self-belief
2: you know how many listen i bomb a lot uh-huh. mostly because i'm trying shit right and like i understand like, you can't get better unless like you're fucking failing at something and then like like
1: That's okay, shut we the just fuck up bro <laughs> No, no, they out there saving somebody. Actually, that sounds like a fire truck. It's yeah, fire it's a fire truck. Fire truck. It's my corona.
3: You know what that
2: fire truck is? That's a seven hundred pound person upstairs on the eleventh floor who just found out he has COVID nineteen and is having trouble breathing. But it took, <laughs> 10, it took him ten <laughs> days damn. to really figure that out. Right? And he was like, "This is my normal breath," and then like he was taking one breath every ten go, minutes. So. Go, go.
3: <laughs> Kevin, why are you giving him the uh, the the? The, the gist of our screenplay, though. <laughs> 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 no, we really are. We we have a really good idea. It's about a 700-pound person fire who gets stuck in their house during the coronavirus. Okay. And then they get... They're like they're literally like bedridden, but they can't access their food because like they live with their father, and he goes away. And now the virus has taken over. And they basically... I came up with this concept, and me and Kevin penned it out, because... I was like, you know, if if someone's like seven or 800 pounds and they're stuck in a room, if nobody goes and gets them food, they're going to lose the weight. So the whole movie is the dude to get from one room to the other. He's slowly starving to death, but he can live for like a month and a half. He's got 700 pounds worth of calories. And then slowly, eventually, he gets down to a weight big enough so he can leave the house and get food. That's definitely
1: comedic logic. Because if a seven hundred pound person didn't eat for a month and a half and be dead. You think so? Absolutely. I don't
3: think so. Mm-hmm. I'd like to bet you money on. Well, that. is he drinking water? Is he you know? drinking water? Yeah. At least, oh, he's at least water. It, his own urine. Okay. <laughs> no, you can can, no you can <laughs> just in a constant What's recycling. Wasn't there a movie no. like you cannot drink your own
1: urine days or for, for sixty like days? For sixty days. You can't. Well, you have to you can drink your, your own urine urine for sixty. You're poisoning. That's liver poison. Well, no, there, can
3: there, can there's a story about that. You know that you have eritarians. No. Okay, so like, there's like gurus in India who's who claim that they don't eat; they just breathe, and like they've tried to document this, and they've had it for like months at a clip where you don't That's see. That's fine, but it. this
1: person is not trained to do that. He's <laughs> not a. Mom. You know, will stop bashing my dream, you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> No, what I'm saying, it's, it's movie logic, it's comedic logic, it's fine, it'll work. Yeah, it'll work. Yeah, it'll it's, work. I'll, I'll, but if we're talking like real, some real hard science, on it,
3: <laughs> this is know, a, like, this is a sci-fi fantasy movie, right? <laughs> well, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do it this way. The, the the two alternate endings I've thought of. Uh, one of them. Wait, is, don't give it away. Okay, let some steal it. All right. Uh, the building catches on fire, and uh, the the woman or delivery person that this person's love interest is who loves now that he's lost all his weight he has all this excess skin the building is on fire he shields her with his oh skin my gosh. and takes her down the stairs he saves her or he jumps out of the out of the <laughs> window like a flying squirrel <laughs>
2: <laughs> and he jumps his way down wow <laughs> i like the burning building
3: you though. would
1: think that you would have some empathy for for people that used to be overweight oh no
2: fat people are
3: disgusting <laughs> <laughs> no i listen you guys know i used No you used really to be fat. a big no, no, I, no i i i have sympathy for them but now May the corona take no,
1: off. I, I I yeah, a lot of people say that. I'm seeing like a lot of like, you know, these fat people it's these fat people that are dying from COVID. and it's true, man. And that they should have known then, you know, rather than, than to use yours, they say disgusting. Yeah. You know. And like not just a little overweight. I get it. Like, yeah. you know, I get my days. You're talking about the guy stuck in his like, bedroom. Yeah, uh, that level. Like, how do you even get there? How do you arrive at because that point?
3: Because there's an enabler, there's some piece of shit who's bringing this. 800 pound behemoth yeah, Because of they chicken. can't move They can't move around yeah, no, So that's, how they, That's the yeah, part they of eat, the right? The thing It's like if someone No one's there to Supply food for this person Yeah They're gonna be forced To drink their urine And lose weight
1: Holy shit Alright On that note um, <laughs> Not sure where else We can go with that But I think Usually, we close off with the recommendations. Uh, usually, we have some type of recommendations. You guys- uh, Recommendation
3: for what? Like films,
1: TV? Anything, whatever stuff you guys are that to, you uh, want to recommend to the oh, audience, I would rec- TV I would, shows. Uh,
3: yeah. Uh, Pablo Escobar, the famous uh, drug lord, 40 years ago, he imported uh, hippopotamuses. Am I saying? Is it hippopotami? Hippopotami. Yeah. Yeah. Hippomananimasas. Mon- <laughs> he imported But <laughs> I'm I'm he imported them to Colombia and- since the death of Pablo Escobar, they've run rampant and they've been just breeding. And they've, you know, they're not indigenous to Colombia, but they've become an extremely invasive species. And they're super horny and they're super aggressive. And, you know, a you know, hippo is like one of the most dangerous. Animals in the world,
1: you know that, yeah, yeah. Like they're more dangerous than like a tiger and shit. They will fuck like like crocs up. And I saw uh, lions. Like you know, nature is
3: metal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nature is metal had a a a video a few months ago of like this poor like fawn. Oh, I saw that. You saw that? He like ended up in like a water pit, and he was oh he was trying to get away from From, uh, uh, lions, some cheetahs, I think, or hyenas or something. And he made his way. No hyenas. Yeah, hyenas. And he made his way into this fucking watering hole. And the hippo was just like, motherfucker, what are you doing in my watering hole? And he just, like, grabbed the dude. It was, like, one swift thing. And it was, it, like, like, a fawn, too. He right? snapped him in like... half with, yeah. like, one wow. snick of his neck. Like, you yeah. know, like, a pit bull will grab you and then, like, shake you. He just, like, went this, And it, like, broke in half. And yeah. you're like, Jesus Christ. Wow. So, yeah, those things yeah. are very deadly. And, and they're fucking, like, crazy. Uh-huh. And now they are capturing them and castrating them. Yeah. They're
1: Which responsible was, for a lot of deaths there, too, right? Yeah. yeah. See, but I was just, because, like,
3: castrations, when they they cut your dick off, isn't it?
2: It's not. Like, is like, it was, oh, they're castrating though. They're not because, giving them vasectomies. Like,
3: yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, they could have just castrated like, castrate oh, well, neutering,
1: neutering them. Neutering. Well, they said castrating,
3: and I thought like castrations. is going to take away your game. Game. Yeah. So like, what? They're like vengeful at this point. They like to cut these <laughs> fucking hippos. Oh, these actually, no,
1: we'd do the opposite because it would take away, like, ideally the way they get to relieve themselves. It, it it would take away the uh, for the males if they're doing it right. I'm assuming there's right. the males, it takes uh, away their testosterone. Whatever if they cut, if they
3: cut all their genitals off. Yeah, the, the,
1: the, the, whatever that animal instinct yeah, but, is to charge them but up they could, to, but to that's look for a you, mate and, and be neuter. aggressive. Well, that's when you neuter a dog. Yeah. You cut yeah. his balls off. Yeah. But yeah.
3: they're talking about like chopping his dick off. That's like some
1: vengeance <laughs> shit, bro. That's so messed up. It's messed up, yeah. right? Are so, they really chopping? Did you read that right? Are they it's, chopping? It, his well, his it said castration. He said castration. They're, they're, they're,
3: they're capturing these animals. They said it's a huge – to capture one, they said it takes something like 24 or 48 hours. Like they have to go on this huge mission. They have to hunt it down. They have to fucking blow dart it, you know. And then they're go... in Colombia. They're gonna blow darts. I don't <laughs> listen. I don't know what kind I of. Really uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, no, of course.
1: In twenty twenty, Colombia's going. Have <laughs> <I'm joking, laughs> you joking? Right? You've never darted the hippo with you've cocaine. You've never darted a hippo before.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so please, please fight for the hippos. Let's try to save their don't, penises from yeah, being don't cut, chopped don't, off. Don't cast yeah, cut ball. their balls off. Yeah,
2: Kevin. Um. Look up our podcast, Low End Jigolos. Low End Jigolos. Okay. Yeah. Low End Gigolos. Where can they find you? Low End for the free episodes. www.patreon.com slash Low End Jigolos for the bonus, the bonus content. Uh, you gotta pay for that though. Yes, yeah, so like $5. Yeah.
0: You guys on Spotify and all we're the other platforms? We're on Spotify. We're iTunes,
2: on
3: everything. Spotify, yeah. iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Instagram, at Low End Jigolos, Facebook, Low End Jigolos. Yeah, we're, we're uh-huh. everywhere.
1: And you know, give you guys a little taste I and mean, they're really off the cuff no filter they keep it real with um, what it is but they have such a comedic hilarious spin uh, sometimes dark sometimes light but you always know, funny you guys, you, yeah you guys can certainly expect uh, that so the non-filter so if that's you, for bro. you definitely go check yeah, it out especially
3: if you're into the hippo castration
2: yes also follow me on Instagram because um, that's the only way people think I'm a serious comic now is uh, if I have followers. So live with Sanchez.
3: And Joshua Pallet, J-O-S-H-U-A-P-A-L-E-D. Both Instagram. Yeah. Correct.
1: It's crazy how Instagram has become like <laughs> a fucking business card. Yeah. You know, right? it's
0: easy. I mean, it's, it's on your phone, right? So anyone can have it on your phone. It's instant, right? right. And basically, it shows but everything that you've
1: done. It's like the amount of followers that you have is really like, like old school, like when people give their business cards, like vice president of whatever. That's like, like thirty thousand followers. You know, like you need to have like a certain barrier where, where people go, all right. This person is 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 uh, not an entry level uh, person. Right. They're, they're deeper. They have a higher position in society. It's like a blue check. We <laughs> took a meeting yeah.
3: with. Uh, I have a friend of mine who's a very well-to-do, famous jeweler on Forty Seventh Street. Mm-hmm. So he's been trying to hook me up for a few years. So he gave me a meeting with a new like Instagram pseudo celebrity and a couple other like young up-and-coming, like, Instagram people. I'm like, you know, this is somebody who has 300,000, I think, or 400,000 followers who wanted to, like, figure out, can I transform what I'm doing into doing stand-up comedy? Yeah. But, like, here we are, like, you know, I'm trying to fake the funk. Like, yeah, of course, we can help this kid out. I'm like, please help us out. You know, he's got, <laughs> got 400,000 fucking followers. I was like, all we need to do is get, like, a fucking couple videos made with this guy. And, right. yeah. you know, we can jack their clout. Uh, my recommendation, if you guys are into sci-fi
0: or, you know, back to old school, like, you know, uh, Outer Limits or mm-hmm. Twilight Zone. I, I've discovered this show called uh, Dimension. Upload? Oh, okay. F- no, not Upload. Um, which is also a good show. Right. The show that I'm talking about is Dimension 404. All right. what, Dimension what
1: was 404? Dimension what, what 404. Where's that on? Yeah, it's it on Hulu. Okay. It's okay. on
0: Hulu. Um, and it's pretty much
1: like... Is a, that like a show or a series? It's a... I mean, is it like a... I'm sorry. Is it like a series or movie? <laughs> is it a fish or is it a show?
0: It's, <laughs> a, oh. it's a TV show. It's okay. an anthology of different... One hour different stories. Okay. okay. Of different like sci-fi... Based on sci-fi. It's like a Black Mirror type show? Black Mirror. Yeah. But not as dark. So it has a co- oh. comedic... Like, upload it's okay. like it has that comedic dr- like, drama, that canny, yeah. like, okay. All sci fi things that I've been seeing is always dark, yeah. yeah. You know, everything like is everything's like apocalyptic. Like, right. sometimes you need some lighthearted sci fi for sure. So it made me laugh, well, especially me nowadays
3: cry. with the world coming to an end. We need some
1: very cool some lightness. Yeah, what I got going on right now is uh, I'm super happy because I've been looking for this, but online, but I wanted to watch it like on a base screen, I didn't want to do all that searching streaming but uh Netflix just got Avatar, the series out. Mm, the cartoon uh, series? Yeah, with oh. Aang and, and and his squad, the first Avatar. And uh that's out on Netflix now. So if you guys are a little older like me and you guys watched that when you were kids, uh it's finally out where you could check it out on Netflix. And if you haven't seen it yet and you're just you just weren't hip to it or you just didn't have Nickelodeon back in the day. Check it out. It's a good watch, man. It's worth it if you if you like that type of uh, stuff. You know, basically, he is uh, a, a character that there's four certain types. There's an earthbender, fire, water, and air, yeah. and uh, the avatar needs to master all four elements in order to save the world and keep everything balanced.
3: That was the movie they did with the bald kid. Right? Yeah, that was a okay. movie. But that, yeah, I heard that whack, movie was whack movie. Yeah, I, I, it's a I terrible I adaptation. It, yeah. Is what I hear.
1: But I, I didn't the see it. The Last Airbender. That's what it was The called. Last Airbender. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this is the last, yeah, Avatar, The Last Airbender. That was adapted from this cartoon. Mm. But yeah, this cartoon is, is super popular. And uh, they're actually, Netflix is actually taking that premise and doing a real life series and they're casting for it. Uh, I don't know if they finished casting for it, but it's going to come out. It's going to be big show. It's going to be very big. You guys will hear about it mm. uh, when they find out. I think it's, at this think, rate, because of COVID, it might come out in right. 2022. I but. think they're casting the uh, 6-2 Firebender.
3: Uh. <laughs> I, I don't, you don't want to be Bending air Because yeah. they say You can get The coronavirus yeah. That way Yeah That's well, an awful you're, way you're To master. end the show <laughs> Anyway um,
1: Yeah if they want to Cast a 6-2 uh, Firebender I'm there They know who to call I'm there Yeah I have Martial arts background Alright Thank you Loan Jigalos. Thank you guys it, Josh, thank Kevin Lucky boys, boys Norm out. And I'm Will Thank you for listening To the next one
4: Peace you later.